0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. Like always, I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Gauze Father.
1: I'm Christian, a.k.a. PseudoWoodo45. And I am Preston, the Funkadelic
0: Jedi. Did you turn up the bass on your microphone, Preston? It was no. so deep. you with that you with that radio. Butters, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. You, you have a I great radio voice. You Just so you know.
2: Thank you for that because it's the only way I can use it because I spent a lot of money on a certificate. And it's nice to hear that. Thank you. You spent There's a lot of oh, oh, right. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. It, su- it sucks to work in radio. They don't pay you a lot. <laughs> Surprise.
0: They so do not do pay it. you a lot. No, they don't. So uh, to be fair, though, neither does this. So <laughs> it's we don't know. We haven't we don't actually. We, don't, we haven't monetized anything. Go. Anchor
1: keeps yelling at us, being like, "You've got tons of <laughs> listeners, enough to put ads on it." And I'm like, eh, "No, nah, nah, we're good." Well, we'll see. Maybe I, maybe yeah, I'll yeah, take before I, Alex turns it on, and then I'll no. Yeah. I think if if this is you know pulling back the kimono a little sure. bit before we even start this podcast, kimono. but I feel like. Yeah, it's the office reference. Anyway, are you are you trying to um, Is that What are you doing? Okay. But I feel like if we're if we were ever gonna do like we would do like sourced sponsorships where we control where the ad goes, because Anchor will just drop it in the middle. Like they don't care. Like, yeah, you could be that. in the middle of a conversation. They're just like bop, and they just and that I don't want to do that. That's awful. No, it's like a YouTube. Wait, ad I you can't do skip through we would do from, from what them. I
0: hate from what I hear uh Ali says we need to do me undies because apparently they'll just sponsor anybody and she wants a discount and then uh, <laughs> Preston Preston is currently Gamefly's only subscriber so there's Yo, no honestly, reason we should why leverage we don't reach that.
2: out to Preston, Gamefly. Yeah, Preston should reach push. out I can play a push yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah Preston should reach out and be like look man I've been single-handedly sending all of your children to college so <laughs> yeah right yeah. the least you yeah, can do is hook us up I'm keeping with you afloat show. for
2: the past 10 years
0: yeah so, um, let's get into our weeks, because we know this won't take um, very long. I will start, because I'm just going to say, hey, not a whole lot has changed for me um, since the last time we recorded. Exactly. Really, the only th- I was going to say, the only thing I'll add, and we'll get into this in a few minutes, is uh, some Halo beta. So, some Halo yes. Infinite multiplayer, and we have some thoughts on that. Um, but really, same old, same old. Um, no, you also I- saw a movie. Well, well I'll, I'll, I'm getting there well, yeah, in a yeah. second. Games right now. Um, yeah, so still Tales of Arise and some of the others. I did boot up some Final Fantasy XIV to take advantage of the Final Fantasy XV tie-in event. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a process.
1: Did you get your car yet? Dude, so he... Dude, let me... Okay, let me it's, tell. It's not, I mean, the, the thing is, I the, thing is, the car The car is the least blight that happened to him Really through this problem so, oh my dude. god so here's what god. happens
0: right i have final fantasy 14 like every device that i own i have it on the pc and the mac and i was like you know what i would like to do is pull it up on the playstation because if I'm just sitting on the living room maybe Allie and i are puzzling whatever i would like to remote play um because some of those the things that i need to do for the uh, final fantasy 15 tie-in are pretty mindless yes. so i could multitask while doing that right So I I download the app, I download the game on my PlayStation, I log in, I type in my username and my password. I know my username and my password, no problem. And the game all of a sudden goes, hey, thanks for uh, typing in your username and password, the last time you logged in was on another device, maybe a PC, and this is suspicious that you're logging on to this PlayStation, so we're gonna suspend your account. Bam. Uh. I, t- not, I, didn't even, I didn't even mess anything
1: up. Not, not even not even allowing him to confirm the activity first. Right. Like literally yeah. just said, you're straight yeah. suspended.
0: Suspended me straight up. So today was a process with Christian and I of resetting password. Dude, I Buddy. reset my password. So sorry. No. So li- listen, listen. <laughs> I easily reset my password.
1: Probably four eight times,
0: times. no okay, yeah. no more than that cuz i did it more before you got on like oh, okay easily eight times it's and i you would did that much oh yeah they'll let you do it as much as you want um to the point where i was like i'm going crazy here like i am i'm creating a password and i'm literally now typing it in on the next screen and it's telling me i'm wrong like it's it's like gaslighting me that i don't know my own password and i'm i'm going nuts so i go christian recommends that you know Hey, make sure that your username is correct and email them. So I email them. My username is correct. Along with my username, they send me the, this is your security question that you registered with. And this is the answer. Yeah. Cool. So then I take that information. I reset the password. I type in the security question. I type in the answer provided and it goes, you're wrong. They don't match. How do they not match? I have it in the email in front of me. Uh-huh. So long process. I kept going back and forth with them. I'm complaining to Christian. The answer the answer was
1: that their website doesn't like Safari. Now I there wow. was a thing there was a background thing. So when we started this process, I said I mentioned to Alex, I said, you know what would be really funny is if you had to use Firefox or Chrome like I did when I was helping you reset your wife's account, like forever this was back when i was still living in st louis and he was like no that's stupid because i've never had any issues with that logging into the mog station before and i was like i don't know dude like just saying and so then when alex i finally got on i was trying to help And then yeah i was like hey just for fun just try chrome so then he did it and he did this right through the silence on the other's end of the microphone
0: because it was
2: just working the entire
1: time Oh, he was furious it was it was (laughs) dude
0: (laughs) because it doesn't well first of all it doesn't make sense so like i was already pissed but the amount of hoops i had to jump through when it when i didn't even do anything wrong like if i would have messed up my password three times yeah i get it but i typed everything in properly like i know my account and now I had to download like the uh, authenticator app mm-hmm. Christian recommended because now I've had to change my password so many times like I'll definitely never remember so I had to like throw it in the keychain <laughs> so my computer remembers and uh, do the authenticator so I don't have to run into this but it was just, it was mind blowing like send He's me sick. a message send me an email say hey was this you nothing just like suspended because we don't recognize the device which would have been on the same network and the same general geotagged location but they were like no. Not, not you. Anyway, so I'm on 14 now. Yeah,
1: Christian yeah, yeah. and I had a chance
0: to play <laughs> yeah, for a, a good seven minutes. Um, oh Jesus! Okay. Yeah, because then I had other issues. Like I plugged in the Xbox uh, controller, and the camera was like went straight up to the sky for no reason. They don't support I, the okay. new yeah. Series X and Series S controller. Don't support the new controllers. So it was just it was it was a thing. And then his PS5 uh, <laughs> controller died. You have an old one lying
2: around. An Xbox One series?
0: No. No. Really? Nowhere. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Where is it? Anyway. So it, it was a big thing. But we're all set. Um, so that's all that I played. We played Destiny. We'll talk... Or, uh, I'm sorry. We played uh, Halo. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. I'm back on Final Fantasy 14 for that crossover event. And then, yeah. Otherwise, um, I did see a movie. I'm interested to hear some thoughts pressing. So I know you saw it. I saw, yes, yes. Um, I saw Venom. Uh, Venom 2. And... The way that came about, I had no intention of seeing Venom whatsoever because, like, I honestly didn't love the first one. It was fine, but I didn't love it. Um, And really, I just didn't want to give my money to a movie theater for those exorbitant prices to go see a movie that, like, I knew was going to be mediocre at best. But Allie had to get a tattoo um, the other day, and it was, dude, that appointment was forever. It was, like, scheduled from 10.30 to 8 p.m. Oh, my God. Jesus. Well, yeah, that's what we were doing all day. It was long, so uh, it was, or- and it was in Orlando, which is an hour away. So I drove over there, um, and I hung out. And it's the one cool thing about it is this tattoo shop is in um, the Universal Theme Parks City Walk.
2: Okay. So like,
0: right. I'm not in the theme park itself, but their City Walk is like restaurants and, and shops yeah, and like themes. all the stuff that ties into the theme park Harry Potter stuff everywhere, and like. That was cool. So there's plenty of places for me to explore and sit, and I read a lot, Uh, but there's also a Cinemark, and by 4 p.m., I was like, nothing to do, (laughs) and you still have hours on hours left, so what's playing? And Venom was playing, and I went over, and I was one of nine people in the theater, and I saw Venom, and that's how that came about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll wait till Preston, you talk about your week, because I know you saw it too when you talk about it, but yeah. Sure. That's that's my week. Pretty pretty simple since the last time we recorded.
2: Yeah, I mean, to reveal the, the push by the curtain and reveal what's behind it. Uh, we recorded like what two three days ago on Friday. We're Recording on a Sunday before the that episode drops. So we're putting some filler there because uh, our homeboy Christian's going to be gone for a week. So we want to make sure we have an episode for you guys ready right in the can. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I wasn't I wasn't going to throw Christian under the bus, but you it know. is yes the
2: there is we, we yeah, go. Yeah, so this one is fun. my fault. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not no fault. It's
1: just
0: well
2: heaven forbid i have to hang out with my friends again and talk about video games how poor me poor yeah, poor fucking
0: me
1: the nice thing is is um, that because we do topic-based show it's not like it really you know yeah you don't usually talk about news sometimes we do.
0: it is it is your fault though
1: yeah Well. Wow. <laughs> yeah
0: so anyway Preston, what else did you do
2: yes my week um so not a whole lot of new uh, like we said it's been a couple days i haven't played uh kena uh on the bridge of spirits any since then um Display play some Halo. I'll kind of save that for Christians Week. We'll all talk about that together. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Other than that, nothing super new. I don't think I did not watch the new Ted Lasso since the last time. I don't think. I don't think we
1: discussed yes. that. Yes, you did. You we watched it. Mean, last we, night. You we, you watch it. we have not talked. We have not talked about Halo. You have watched it, but you about
2: it. it. Podcast. Yes. Right. Correct. Correct. Um, but yeah, um, Alex said one thing to me. I won't go too hard into it because you know, not the Ted Lasso podcast. Um, but we could I, they, But fuck yeah, that character. I could do that. Exactly. The yep. very end of it, and there's so many great things that are happening. Um, very tear-jerking again. Uh, super emotional. And uh,
1: but until again, the end, where about you this just last feel time. Rage.
2: I was super pissed off. I'm like, okay, I don't like this character. Where they're going with it? Mm-hmm. They're making me hate this character. It's obviously a, a reason for it. So we'll see what happens. And I'm like, yeah, they could redeem it, maybe. After this last one, I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Like, it's – how did you – how did you go higher than what I thought you would go as far as being able to piss me off with this character? Like, it's just <laughs> like – yeah, like, your day is fucked. By the way, it's also this person's fault. I'm like,
0: I'm, I'm interested to see when that information came out, right? Because, like, Trent, yeah. when he sent that message, he was like, this is what happened, but, like, that could have been sent to him an hour ago or yeah. it could have been sent to him weeks ago. And it, it, what's really going to be intriguing to me is you remember there was that quick clip after the uh, clothes shopping where he yes. had another scene. You know, it was awkward and he had another scene with himself in the mirror. He did the same thing to amp himself up then that he did at the restaurant a few episodes mm-hmm. prior. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, was that what it was? Did you, did you get frustrated and embarrassed at what you did? and then, like, amped yourself up and then went and made a stupid mistake. And if that's the case, like, th- yeah, that character sucks. But it also... I'm interested to see how Ted handles it. because Yeah, because I I mean, they can do it.
2: They, they, yeah. if, if I have any faith in a production company or a director and writer's team, it is this one to be able to bring Batman back um, to redemption. And I think they will. I think they will. It'll be just something about, like, you know... Like, I find, who knows? I'm, I'm not going to speculate on it. But um, it, it, it's I feel that they will... Or he will be gone, but I don't think they'll make him gone. It's it's not the Law- Bill Lawrence style to just write off a character because he's a horrible person. Like there's always if, some redemption, or there's always some like understanding later on, or how that character evolves. He needs to catch if an If he, he
0: leaves, room. yeah. If he leaves, the only thing I could imagine is, if I'm not mistaken, he is a writer. Um, okay. He's also he's also a, a writer for uh, a Central Intelligence, I believe. It's. Uh, Peacock show or something, to oh, and it's office style. So <laughs> yeah, I know he writes. I know he he writes and runs that show. So if they do write him off, the only thing I can imagine is because too busy. He, yeah, he's too busy. He and, to and,
2: character to leave. Yeah,
0: and maybe he he writes for this show too, right? Like the Office did sure, that with people sure like does. Toby and other stuff. Yeah. They wrote him off, brought him back, that sort of thing. So who knows? Who knows? It, it's it's interesting. We'll I up. I'm fine with him leaving over the last few episodes. Because you yeah. maybe hate him, but that's good writing. Exactly, that's the whole thing. Yeah.
2: It's, it's, it's intentional, one thousand mm-hmm, so. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other than that, not a whole lot of new shows. Uh, we can talk about a little bit about uh, Venom. Yeah,
0: let's the, talk about the, it.
2: The, was it the cards, the Path of Cards, the Rage of Carnage, the
0: some some bullshit? Doesn't matter. Some carnage. Uh, something. No, the something 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 it. of
1: carnage.
2: Because they say it out loud. Of course, carnage has to say it out loud. The
1: Does he say the full title, dude? That he be says, <laughs> "Oh yeah, oh yeah." He yeah. says some <laughs> it's, it's dumb stuff. That, that be
0: he says at one point, and this will be a no context uh, dot, like dialogue yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But More if you're spoiler. familiar with the comics, it's it's not a spoiler if you know the comics or just oh, yeah. the general story. But uh, he says to Venom at one point, he was like, uh, "I'm glad you came. Now I must kill you, Father." Yeah, oh, and you're like okay, because like just the the from the comics like technically Carnage is a spawn of Venom, but like ah. ha- hearing the dialogue out loud like I must kill you pause some of his dialogue father is just, like yeah. it was so bad. Tell me what you thought. I'm interested to know.
2: So um, as far as the first one, I thought it was fine. It was enjoyable. Whatever. I I'm a big Tom Hardy stand. Like he can he can bring a movie to me to where I. Will enjoy it more because he's in it.
0: Um, I, I
1: do like Tom Hardy. Hardy.
2: Um, his accent kind of fluctuates in this one, which is fine. I mean, oh, you know, he, he could not decide to,
0: what he wanted to do. It's like
2: there's an East Coast accent there with a little bit of West Coast. I think it's like sounds like a man who used to live in the East Coast, has been living in the West Coast for a long while, like 10 to 15 years, and it kind of comes out every once in a while. I think that's his idea of that. It's like there's a mixture of uh, different accents in there. Uh, the, if I had the girl
0: be behind him. Uh,
2: michelle Williams. The girl
0: um, is that who that was? Her is that her name? Yeah. She played Calypso in Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff.
2: Oh no 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 no! Uh, michelle Williams is the Dawson's Creek oh, uh, person, not the
0: blonde. Yeah, yeah yeah no no the the other girl in the movie. Yeah, no, um, I'm here talking about. Yeah, she also could not decide. So if if you remember her character from Pirates oh, of the yeah. Caribbean playing Calypso, she was Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, she real life, in real life, in real life she's British. Um, in this movie, I don't really know. Because it was a mix of all three at any given point. Yeah, like Sometimes it was Caribbean. Sometimes it was like British. Sometimes it was straight up just like I'm a little Southern. Could not decide.
1: That's yeah. unfortunate. How, yeah. would, you know, and this is, I mean, you know, I'm not a movie director. But how do you, that. how do you, how is you a director not look at that and go, hey, let's, you need to run that line back. Like, what are you You doing? know who directed
0: it? Andy Circus directed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Which is like so frustrating. Wow. Yes, I
1: mean, yeah. Yeah. That's super surprising.
2: Is that mm-hmm. uh, that should be Naomi Harris? Yes, way,
1: as far as the actors. Yeah. Because um, he usually is like a slam dunk director, right?
2: Uh, what he did is some of the last Planet of the Apes ones. I think that's what the last thing I remember him doing.
1: He he uh,
0: he was location director for all three Hobbit movies. Gotcha. So like he would because they did on such a short timeline, Peter Jackson would do part, and then he would do part. So he did he had a gotcha. huge part okay. in directing that. Um he's directed some other stuff as well. Yeah, I just
2: I don't remember any of it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So the accents were a little all over. What else? So is, what else do you off. think?
2: Um I like it more than the first one.
0: Did you now?
2: So my issue with the first one is is that it takes too long to get to the like venom uh Eddie Brock kind of like symbiote relationship, like to get actual venom in the first one, I'm pretty sure it was like until like three fourths of the way through the movie. It was definitely over half. If I remember correctly, maybe it's just PTSD from watching that fucking film. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't bad. It was just, it got so much better once venom was actually in the movie. Like I like it. I love Tom Hardy, but I came to see a venom movie. I want to see a venom, but it took yeah. so long. I get original origin story, origin movie. I give it, a little bit of leeway because of that. This one, 100%, Eddie Brock, Venom, from start to finish, mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of things in the storyline here and there, but it's just, it's, it's what I wanted from a Venom movie. And if you're going to keep Tom Hardy, if you're going to keep going with this storyline, that's what I want. They made him a little, they're pulling the Marvel thing to where it's like, hey, we love this character, but you know what really sells the movies in Marvel? Humor. So we're going to have this fucking guy who, from what I remember, I'm not a huge Venom comic book reader. I remember him here and there. Uh, I did like buying random issues here and there when I was a comic book shop when I was a kid. Um, But as far as I'm aware, he was usually pretty aggressive, very, like, uh, dark, demeaning. He wasn't super hilarious from what I remember.
0: Um, But they're trying to pull kind of a
2: Deadpool thing with him, I think.
0: You don't recall seeing Venom at a rave in glow lights?
2: (sighs) He has like glow strings all over him, and like I'm free. I love you, people. And some girls like I love you. He's like
1: I love you too. And it's there is there's, uh, there's uh, some
2: choices that they made in this movie for sure. Is
1: is that how the character normally is? So okay, what- I cannot.
2: I, I I don't know. I'm not a Venom fan. Like I just like Venom. The idea of him, and I think, uh-huh. looks fucking cool because he was uh, drawn by. Was it? It's not Seth MacFarlane. Who's the guy who drew him? So uh, McFarl- Todd, Todd Todd McFarlane,
0: the um, so- Spawn guy.
2: So he, he, he looked his the way he, that he drew him. That's what like really pulled me into Venom and enjoying that character. It's like he always looks really fucking cool. And he was supposed to be the and it comes up and they say the words. He is the lethal protector, and they even say anti-hero. And they go through all kind of all that kind of stuff. And it's, there's a lot of things in this movie that are very on the nose. And at a certain See- point, there are church bells and a blonde girl falling, I'm like, you are just pulling all the strings and tropes of this and that, but I did not hate the movie. What what I say is if take your thoughts on the first movie, know that's a little bit better from my opinion, but it's still the same movie.
1: And still the same I actors and still the same kind of it view. It. I so hated it before, so, much. Right, so Okay, go
2: ahead. But well, I'm still not finished. Because yeah.
1: I have, yeah, because I have like nothing to add here. So the only thing I want to say is because from my point of view, when you guys are talking about him, this seems like a total like chuckle fuck version of Venom. Because, so my only knowledge of Venom is from when I was a kid and I would see like the Saturday morning cart like Spider-Man cartoons, you know? Like Venom was like, mostly a bad guy like there was you know the the anti-hero kind of thing but for the most part like if he ran into spider like he was not a good dude like and he was not like like making a bunch of jokes and random stuff like he was always a bad guy until Marvel
0: realized that he was a popular character and you can't write off a popular evil character so what do you do you make him an anti-hero in his own comic sure yep
2: yeah, he's a, he has a very Punisher level of I will still bite somebody's head off uh, to do justice kind of deal. Like, he's, the Lethal Protector is a great actually phrase of saying it, but they make jokes about it saying it's very 80s, 90s garbage. Nice. Um, the last little bit I want to say about it is the uh, the choice for Carnage. Like I was excited about it for the first Venom. Um, at the very end of it, it's like Woody Harrelson. He has that horrible looking fucking red wig. But I'm like, I... A, I like, I like the idea of Carnage, that Carnage's SNES game was kind of like a cool artwork, and again, Todd McFarlane doing a good job, or at least that style, I don't know if it was him. Um, but I did like the idea of Carnage being this like super overpowerful um, kind of guy, but it's, again, I'm not a huge fan, I don't know the actual background stories um, and all that kind of nonsense, but they nonsense. took liberties, I feel, um, big time, and the wigs he's wearing are fucking horrible. They're so bad. It's, 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 it reminds me of Ghost Rider when I saw the teeth inserts. If you ever guys remember the first Ghost Rider with Nicholas Cage, they all have these like perfectly white, straightened teeth. I guarantee they put inserts in there to make it look more comic booky. Maybe they didn't do that for the second one, but for some reason the first one they did it. And um, you can just—it's just—I don't like it. I don't like the way he talks very much. I just like—just give me more carnage, less. Actual Woody Harrelson and I'll be fine, um, but that's essentially so, my thoughts on it. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, the post, uh, but post credit scene, um, Christian, we'll talk with you later on about this, and I want to discuss this with Alex off the podcast. It's very spoilerly. I know you don't give a shit, and you're probably not going to watch this movie, no. and nor do you care about the yeah. post credit scene spoiler. Nope. But it's don't don't it's, watch this movie. Yeah, cool. I I, mean, it, I, I, did, I didn't. see the first really one. More, or... You don't have anything. Yeah, yeah.
0: I so I hated this movie one hundred percent. It has <laughs> nothing to do nothing to do with like venom canon Cause I too am not like super deep into yeah, the yeah. venom comic. Right. Um, I thought everybody was miscast. So like Tom Hardy is, is fine as venom, but as I Eddie Brock, like
2: but she's just a great oh,
0: actress all together. Like, she's she, fine. She
2: knocks it out of the park every time.
0: I'm, I'm talking about the main three, right? So venom scream and carnage and oh, none of those yeah. spoiler. Cause they're all in the preview. So I think the three mains are all miscast. Um, I like Tom Hardy, but the way they have him play his Eddie Brock, it what they redid the first Venom. So like, it's not super consistent on who can hear Venom and who can't and like when they can hear Venom and if when they if can't. If he's out,
2: if he's off the body and talking, you can hear him. But if it's just inside the body, that's when only Tom Hardy can hear him. That, that, that's, then wh- that's what my understanding, because when they're having that conversation with Michelle Williams at a certain point, Um, -hmm. let's say in the first movie, it's the venom is in her body and she's having a conversation with Tom Hardy, but he cannot hear him. So if he's out and talking, you can hear it. If he's not out and talking, you can't from what I
0: understand. So let's talk about that too, right? Then why does Tom Hardy have to speak to venom out loud? He looks like he walks around town doing these ridiculous things like speaking out loud or punching himself or doing other stuff. And then he looks at people. He literally at one point in this movie looks at a security guard and goes, sorry, I don't know what that was. I'm having a bad day
2: if if you you, guys can talk to each other or something like that something something not vulgar but like just something rude and she's like the fuck he's like yeah I don't have an excuse for that one I don't know
0: (laughs) if you can hear him inside of your body why can't he hear you so I thought everybody was miscast I I love Woody Harrelson like I love Woody Harrelson and he was so bad in this movie like I he was like so, the
2: voice I don't like the way they chose to go with it it wasn't great I didn't like
0: anything about him no it was awful um, and then so then there were other things about the movie that I hated and it really just comes down to like things about movies that I hate so um, in the very beginning there are two young like Woody Harrelson's character and the other girl there there are two young oh. versions of them and are you going Now now normally you would cast two young actors and you would have them speak to each other like normal human beings.
2: <laughs> Here wait for, for Kristen.
0: They cast two young actors and they dub their voices with the yeah. older actors. Oh why would god. you do that? Oh my
2: god. So you have Woody Harrelson doing a voice actor for like a 20, what, young 20 why, late teen?
0: Why would you do it? It doesn't make any sense. You don't need to.
1: Oh,
0: you don't need to. And you can really see it. Bad. Like, it's bad. It's, it's bad, bad. So so from and and that's like that second one, the first scene is this scene with them to set to set the characters up, right? So like yeah. why would you why would you do that? Like your voice can age. Nobody would care. Like that's yeah. not something that stands out. The other thing that kills me about movies is when characters can do things they shouldn't be able to do. Um and what I mean by that isn't I'm not going where you think I'm going with this. I have no idea. So where uh <laughs> in the very big be- in the beginning they are uh, in a young school together. They get separated. The the female, uh, Naomi, I sorry, I keep forgetting her name. Harris? Um, Naomi Harris. She ends up essentially getting locked away. Like, in a, She's not in a jail cell, but she essentially gets locked away from the time she's, I don't know, what were they pressed? Maybe 15, 16 years old? Yeah, I was going to um, say late getting,
2: teens, early 20s, maybe, if you want to get weird with it, yeah.
0: She gets locked away. Then we catch back up with her when she's in her 30s. They get out, and like the next scene we see her doing is like fast and furious style driving in a car. You shouldn't be able to do that. A car has never never existed in your life.
2: life. I I saw it too. I thought about it too. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about it. She said that. Holy shit. She's been in foster homes. She's been in like sane asylums, all this kind of shit. She's never taken a driver's license.
0: She's never driven a car, but. She pops Snit- out, and the first words, words out of her is like spins, crazy backup like, moves, and she's like sixty-eight Mustang, my favorite. What your favorite? What? You've yeah. never driven a car before. You might like, like a picture of it, but you don't know how to drive it. Oh, that's so weird. That was
2: a weird one. That yeah, that was definitely something I go. That's uh, I don't think she knows how to drive a car, especially that well.
0: And then mm-hmm. the other the other two things that ruined it for me. And it was just it was these little things. Like the story itself, I can forgive a lot because comics are comics. It's a comic book movie, yeah, whatever. But like these little things, um Carnage, when we first meet him, pardon my animal who's also incredibly no, engaged in this movie. I was laughing at him. he's like,
1: Fuck Venom He he <laughs>
0: absolutely is. Um so when we first meet Carnage, he is uh you know, his character is around other criminals. And he is breaking out. And he does two things that happen in the scene. One, he does a superhero move that never happens again. It never happens in the main fight. It's this badass move that like just creates all this damage and, and stuff and then he exactly never talking about yeah. yeah. And he doesn't use it again in the main fight. And you're like, no, no well doesn't need to what happened They're to in that the building, secret could do that power? And just kind of
2: destroy everybody right there and then, but doesn't do
0: it. Yeah, it doesn't do it. But the other thing too is like he is his character is a psychopath. He is a serial killer. Yeah, and he breaks himself out, maybe kills some guards, and then the other criminals who have never seen this monster in their life start cheering him on no to a a if i saw that i'm running for my freaking life because he's yeah. murdering everybody with no regard but the other thing is like no he doesn't he doesn't kill the criminals when if that was a real carnage like he, he would kill everybody everybody yeah. everybody yeah. and like the criminals are literally like cheering him on you're just like he's like cool well, i'm out then what like i would i would be like is it is anybody else seeing this like what is going on the world is ending yeah so it was little shit like that that it broke from minute one with a voiceover, like immersion was broken and I was so mad. Was I love Woody Harrelson, bad casting. It was, it was bad. And, and you want to know what pisses me off do more than Do you think it anything? was more, do
1: you think it was bad casting or bad, like writing, bad directing? Like oh,
0: writing definitely pops into yes. it.
1: I wouldn't
2: say directing. Cause that, that
1: man, has <laughs> I love that. Skills. I said multiple things and I was just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was all of it. It didn't work. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. it was an alchemation of the thing, but yeah.
0: Um, and then what pisses me off even more is when you get on like a, a, rotten tomatoes or something and critics have it like 50%, which is fine because with a comic movie, yeah, you know, you're going to people that are like, it doesn't follow Canon. I hate it. It's a comic movie. I'll take whatever it is. I like it. Other people are like, remove yourself from what How it is and you'll enjoy it in more. Space without a mask. Rob. Yeah. you know people
2: picking it apart. It's fine.
0: But the fans, it was like at, at like 90 reviews and it was like at 90%. And I'm like, get the hey man, fuck out of here.
2: They liked the first one too. Like it was, it was,
0: the first one, the, the one was better.
2: Second, well, I don't believe, I don't think that, but uh, we'll agree to disagree. Um, but I, I will say that, uh, <laughs> like it's the reason why they made a second one is that it would to gangbusters, man. People like Venom, the character. They like the idea of it. They love Tom Hardy, yeah. and it's just it didn't do bad. And I guarantee you, it did really well in Blu-ray or whatever digital sales uh, when it went to uh, that platform. But uh, yeah, it's they won't stop, and all I'm gonna say is the post credit scene. Is very special, and we will not. This is not the last time we'll see Venom. Unfortunately, that's what I'm going to say about that post-credits.
1: Unfortunately,
2: so. I think it'll be fine. We'll talk about it after the show. The the it's biggest thing.
1: That. So that's what I was going to say. The biggest thing for me is that it. This I don't know. And you know what? This is actually, like, this is how movies used to get made back in the day, right? Like, it would just be random one-offs, and people just. Like, cool, they did yeah. a Venom, or cool, they did a Ghost Rider movie, you know, whatever. But, like... Oh, there were there were two of those pieces of shit. Don't I know, yes, that. I know. <laughs> but what I'm saying, Somewhere. what I mean by that is, is, like, everybody wants to have, like, a universe, right? Like, everybody wants to have a multi... Like, everybody's trying to chase that dragon. And so, for me, for Sony making this Venom movie, I'm just like, what's your fucking end goal here? You know, which maybe you guys will be able to tell me with this little... It's money, but also... I'll tell you, but I just mean like, the, but the, the thing, what I mean by that is like, I, I understand money, but I'm just saying the biggest money draw that Venom has is fucking Spider-Man and they can't do anything with him.
0: No. So Christian, it, it is, it's 100% money. Right. And they don't want to yes. lose the rights. So what happened they have to make was, it. yeah, what happened was Marvel went to Sony and said, Hey, you have Spider-Man. Clearly we want Spider-Man. And they're like, fine, you can make one movie. It was civil war. Right. He, right. he was in there and it was a great success. And they're like, we want Spider-Man. They're like, no, we're not going to give you Spider-Man. And they ended up coming to that deal of, Mm -hmm. we will let you consult on Spider-Man and bring him in your universe, but we want you to take Tom Hardy and incorporate Venom. And they're like, we don't want him. And essentially what came out of it was this, because in the beginning of this movie, it says, in association with Marvel. Now, unlike the Spider-Man movie that literally just has, like, the Marvel branding and the comic book intro, it's not that. But it does say, like, a red screen in association with. Yeah. So I think they don't want to lose the rights, and it was just, like, so does almost Sony a casualty still of Spider-Man? war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then Marvel just, Marvel. what, licenses it from
1: them? They, sure? they,
0: they help produce, yes. and they split profits
1: with the majority going to Sony still. Okay, so when we say, so when you smile and say help produce, it's Sony basically must be hands-off on those films because, got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yes. fuck it. Don't All right. It cool. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> hey. So, okay. Hey, so, th- but no then. Money. So okay. But money. then. Oh, so. Ugh. So now my question becomes: How in the fuck have these Venom movies come out, and they just not brought Tom Holland's ass in as Spy- Like, how is he not a part of it? Because Marvel doesn't I, yeah. want Venom. Yeah, they do not want Venom. Mm-mm. But it doesn't matter that Marvel doesn't want him because Sony owns him, right? So Sony can do whatever they sure. want with Spider Man.
0: Yeah, which which is why everybody has been talking about recently, actually recently the last year that this third Spider-Man film might be the last one Tom Hardy or I'm sorry Tom Holland does for the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So Sony can create their own Spider Universe, and then they can then they're free but to use Tom Holland as they want in, in their Venom movie. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so
1: this like mm-hmm. horrible capitalist yep. what nightmare happens. we Boom. live in. I, I can't follow this. I'm, at, I'm going to ask <laughs> you both a very simple question. Yes. Does Sony right now own Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. And do they own Venom? Yes, because he's part of Spider-Man. Great. IPA. So I have established now with both of you yes. <laughs> that Sony owns both Spider-Man and Venom. Correct. So yes. why is Spider-Man not in the Venom movie?
0: Because under the current contract that Marvel also has with Tom Holland and Sony
1: to be in these, they don't want
0: him to be. They won't
1: let I, him. Be okay, in this Venom so movie. it is. And it is, Sony has to share more. Which money is still. why. Okay, mm. so it is a contract that Marvel has with Tom Holland that is stopping mm. this from happening. I understand now.
2: And also think of it: uh, if if they did partner up and did do that, that means that they are now giving some of their Venom money away to Marvel. If they did that. So therefore, Venom makes a lot of money. Venom did very well. So financially I, here's with what the I'll say, movie, and therefore they get they get all of it, and they're not going to share with Marvel.
1: Sony is going to do the biggest trip on your dick ever. No, it's going to be opposite. No, if they if they don't keep Tom Holland, I'm sorry. You're there no, is so no one that you will recast that looks like no. a Peter Parker. He, Here's what's gonna happen.
0: Let me let me make a prediction, right? We're gonna be the first podcast to predict this, by the way, so mark this fucking tape right now. Right. Here's what's gonna happen. As soon as Tom Holland's official contract is done, and people think the official Marvel contract is done after this third movie. I don't know, maybe he's in another spring off or like a split off or what have you, or animated. But as soon as this is done, he is going to be in a literal bidding war yep. between full blown Marvel. Or full blown Sony, and Sony is going to give him the biggest payout for an actor under 30. I'm calling it now. Is there, is there market October October 3rd. It's gonna okay. be the they're they're going to make a, a spider universe around only him. Because keep in mind, they have all the rights to these other characters, the Sinister Sticks. That's why they that's why they made the Andrew Garfield movies. Yeah. Because they didn't want to lose the rights originally. They right. know this makes money, right? They are going to make him the
1: highest-paid actor, like under thirty
0: years old, in two years. Here's the calling it.
1: I I, okay. So Mm -hmm. I I want to bet the opposite, only because Sony does not have as much money as Disney. Disney has more money than anyone on the face of this planet, and there is not a chance in hell that they get outbid by Sony. There's just they won't. They won't. They won't agree to make him the face, though. Sony will like make the universe around
0: him i think there's no way that there's no way that tom holland has
1: enough there is he must have people around him that will look at him and go you will not do movies after this like these movies are going to be so shitty man and so bad coming yeah with you know what i'm not even Um, gonna get Yeah, we're not gonna go no No. but
0: why do you think he has uncharted coming who makes that movie yeah yeah no who makes it sony
1: that movie's gonna be awful.
0: It's, gonna it's be a Sony, so but it doesn't matter. It's a Sony studio, dude. He is literally going to be Sony's cash cow. Like they're gonna oh, yeah. give him so much money, it's gonna be insane. He's a boy, yeah, I for sure. I, Yeah,
1: I don't see it. I don't see it. Say so, yeah. yeah, I bet you. They, right. I bet you they recast Spider Man because Tom Holland says no. They're gonna recast Spider Man, and it's gonna be awful.
0: No, they're, they're going to tell him to take a break. They're going to do something with, like, a Miles Morales for a year. Yeah. They're going to pull Venom back for a year. And after they do that contract, in three years, we're going to hear an announcement of a new Venom Spider-Man movie. And that's we'll
1: gonna,
0: it, it's what's going to happen. We'll I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. so a Terrible so. movie. Fun Don't count, watch though. it. Yeah. So uh, then, if,
2: if you like Venom 1 or you're okay with it and you kind of just want a little more of that, that's the only reason why I would say go watch this movie. Otherwise, I wouldn't have probably seen it until it got on video on demand because my sister loves the first Venom movie, and I don't hate it, so I was totally down to go see it. So it was
0: a nice, fun, n- yeah. fun day for me, my sister. So I would have watched it on streaming for sure. Oh, I would yeah. not if have it was paid like a, for uh, it if HBO Max I wasn't thing. Yeah,
2: like If it was WB making this movie, i would like, yep, I'll just watch it there. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. It's bad. It wasn't
2: that right. Right. Christian. Um, yeah, I yeah do that. other than that, yeah. I think that's my week.
0: I think
1: that's all my week. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll save the Halo thing cause that's, you know, that's all three of us. The only other thing that I did this week, uh, is I got, I got the mount in Final Fantasy 14. Yes, uh, I got the car. I sent a photo to these boys asking if they wanted, if they needed a ride anywhere. And, uh, thank you, Preston. I appreciate, I appreciate you being uh, happy for me and know that you yes. have eternal shotgun in that car.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I can stretch out in the back all by myself. I can take both <laughs> <Yeah. no> seats <laughs> so sideways. There is somebody on this call who was extremely bitter and was not nice and told me that my car was ugly. It was not, not cool. not bitter. I'm, I'm just jealous. Yeah. You I'm have to be, just
0: jealous. But you're
1: going to get it. You both can get it. We just have to play. That's it.
0: I have to get it. Otherwise, I'll never play that game again.
1: <laughs> I doubt that highly.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't um, need that I'll ride one of your guys, it's not Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can just ride with me. I can I, really I can get. I can fly you wherever you need to go. Don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so I did that. It was cool. I'm very happy that I got it because it was one of those things I you know, I hate Alex and I talk about this all the time with this game, but there's just things that happened before we started playing that they we missed out on because they did these events and then they never oh, come yeah. back and you're like great i guess i'll never get this and then you know one of those rare opportunities where it finally comes back around i was like okay i don't have a choice i have to i have to get this um so yeah that was cool um yeah the only other thing that we did this week uh was all three of us got in some serious halo time it was a good night and I've I've made my thoughts known on it, but you two did not. So I, I honestly I just want to hear you guys talk about because like, I thoughts, yeah yeah because like you know I said last time and I still maintains after playing with the two of you, it is a legitimately ten out of ten experience for me. There is not a single thing that I would change. Um, and I just I it's just it, it feels so good to pee in in this year of our Lord 2021 and talk about Halo in an extremely positive, universally positive way where like if you go, like everybody's super hyped on it. It's not divisive, like five, yeah. Yeah, like there's just, everybody is just so stoked and it it threads the needle between, you know, like I said last time, it threads the needle between old and new and makes it so that you have all these new guns and new options and new things. But at the end of the day, they somehow recaptured the same the all, everything that was good from the old ones is there and they've made it feel fresh and unique in a a way that doesn't hurt the nostalgia for it it's great but yeah anyway well Preston do you want to start or do you want me to start
2: Um, I'll go ahead and start because mine's not going to be too big sure. I, didn't, I think you played more than I did because um, I just played with you guys last night and then yeah. I'm going to get off here I'm going to eat and I'm going to maybe a little bit more um, is it it's still on from most of the night tonight.
1: Yes, right. Yes, My it's on. Experience. It's yeah. on, It's on till eleven tonight.
2: Yeah, Okay. Cool. So I'll, I'll play a little bit still, just kind of get a little taste more of it because it's it to me it's it feels really good, for, especially yeah. for a shooter, like not just Halo, but a shooter in general. I think it merged a lot of the things that reminded me of the old Halo days and LAN parties that I had at people's houses, as far as how that gameplay felt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: um like you still have a sprint but the sprint's not as fast like it's not halo 5 to where like you got jet boosts and dodges and all that kind of stuff um, which i do love that in halo 5 but it this brings it more back to the roots of what halo was as yeah. far as the flow of it um again no loadouts so you're kind of just picking up weapons on the ground or that are on the wall and mostly it's just on the wall nowadays It's just like a locker kind of wall Or they drop from the sky sometimes. Yeah, that's really cool too. Like these drop down vehicles and things from the sky. There's no just like random respawn. It's uh, very immersive. And it it just felt good. Um, So yeah, the the feel of it, they they nailed. I think this is probably the best feeling multiplayer game I've played as far as especially with Halo comes. um, But definitely won't be messing around with any first person shooters for a long while when I start this back up. Um, uh, The only other thing I'll kind of also touch on outside well, of the fact that the weapons also feel great, but we talked about that a lot last time with you and when I was watching it. Um, I'll let Alex maybe talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but the map layouts, Ugh. I think, are just very well done, very well thought out. I think I played two, maybe three maps, um, and they just they did a really good job. I did yep. not feel that there was anything that was too far off the beaten path to where I felt like I was walking around for too long and not having any action. Um, is very very well thought out, and those those map designs are fucking phenomenal. So it's it's I, I can't wait. Was it November the multiplayer comes out?
1: Yes. No. November is when the game launches. I think. So that, that's full like
2: the threshold. Yeah. Like, let me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let me. Look. I think it's that, and then co-op launches later. Let me double check on that. Yeah. I
2: think like late on the year, or maybe close to like the end of the year. Um, but yeah, that's my kind of my thoughts on it. Um, love the gameplay. I think the map design is phenomenal. Um, but I only tasted a little bit of it. I
0: think Alex had more. I will Kick it to Alex, sure. So I, I guess I think the only way for me to talk about this game is to tie it in with our uh, Destiny check-in, right? Just I, <laughs> honestly, <what> it. <laughs> yeah. So I hadn't played Destiny in about a week and a half. Um, when we were playing Destiny, I really enjoyed it. It was it was nice. It, it felt good to play, but just like we did with previous years in Destiny you kind of hit your level. You hit the soft level cap, and the only way to hit the hard level cap now is, like, the gear grind, where you are, like, doing the same... You get on at the beginning of the week, you do specific activities to complete the weekly tasks, and you get, like, a piece of better gear. And now your gear score is only going up by, like, one point a week, unless you want to do the raid. And we're not... We're in this weird limbo where, like, we're not good enough gear score to do the raid yet and we have quite a ways to go to get there so we're just getting like one piece of gear a week and it's just, it's a monotonous grind so I, I, you know, I haven't played in a week and a half and I'm just like, yeah, it's, you know it's fine because the new expansion doesn't launch till February, so I have plenty of time to do what I want to do with this game I don't feel guilty for putting it down and then I hopped on this beta and dude like, to echo the things you said first of all The level design, Preston, is incredibly thought out. Like, I couldn't agree more. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic because unlike Call of Duty or Destiny, um, Call of Duty, I think, has this issue more. You can play to your style, which means if you want to run and gun, you can run and gun. If you want to sit back and snipe and camp, you can sit back and snipe and camp. If you're like me, who likes to run and gun and dies a lot and has to tell myself to play slower... Right. You, it, the maps are made to adapt to the way you play, which is brilliant. Call of Duty has a problem, and the reason I quit playing Call of Duty four years ago is because it went from only being able to camp to overcompensating to never being able to camp. So your yeah. lifespan is like 10 seconds. You're running good. 10 down. seconds. Yeah. yeah, you're running good. You might get a kill or two, but then you're dead. And you're just like trading kills, where this one, you can... You can kill you can run away you, you, your lifespans are longer you survive for longer and if you're surviving for longer you just you're happier right it just feels better because you're not constantly like respawn come back respawn come back yeah um now so that's one problem i think these maps fixed um also yeah the sound of the guns and the feel Dude, of the guns they deserve
1: incredible. an award like yeah,
0: yeah. the one sounds unique and they feel hefty like if you when there's no haptic feedback like the PlayStation console has in the mm. controller, but even still, shooting a sniper rifle and shooting a pistol are two completely unique controller feels, and it feels great. Like, there's also such a loud, great. like, kerchunk when you shoot the sniper. Like, it's. Yeah. Yeah. And I, somebody shot one near me. Remember, Christian, I was talking about that maybe earlier today or late last night, and you could just hear, like, the sound when it hits somebody. The ping. It, yeah. The ping, like, even sounded like something you would see in a war movie. Like, the sound quality is great. Um, but the other thing that's fixed for me that I've experienced in destiny and old Halo, like Halo 5 and, and so on, there, I always felt if I took a step away from the game, outclassed, if if I wasn't consistently playing, I just wasn't gonna do well. And like, with Halo, you had the loadouts. And you always had those abilities. So, like, you could do the shield, and you could always, like, protect yourself in the shield before you shot it out. Or you could do the jetpack, and only that loadout had the jetpack. In Destiny, you don't have loadouts, but you have classes between a warlock and a hunter and uh, a titan. And there's different metas. And if you know the best meta, like, you're gonna do better. I can be a warlock, and you can be a warlock, but we can have two different builds, and maybe you're in the game longer, and I'm just outclassed. And because your your grenade helps speed up your reload, helps speed up your agility, helps speed up your melee, which g- the then mods. helps your super and it's just it's too much for yeah. for onboarding. So you always feel like you're one step behind. This game fixed that. They gave you the special abilities, but you only have them for so long. You have to pick them up so everybody has the, s- the same chance. But the most important thing is everybody is the same speed and every gun has a weakness. So you can you can be as good as you want with any gun, but you can also beat any gun with any gun. So, like, you know, if, if I have a battle rifle and you have, uh, you know, a sniper rifle or something, like, it doesn't matter our skills. It comes down, it's almost like the game of chess. Like, your gun's not necessarily more powerful than mine, but maybe you're just better at the strategy or I'm better at the strategy. Like, there's... It comes down to po-
1: positioning strategy, like, trying oh, yeah. to...
0: And, and Yeah, and you have to figure it out, right? Like, for the sniper, I'm going to strafe back and forth and get headshots. That heat gun, like, if somebody has the mod shooting horizontally instead of vertically, like, you could probably jump over it or yeah. slide under some of those bullets if people aren't paying attention. So there's some things to figure out, and I was definitely outplayed a lot. Like, my kill-death ratio was not good. I died way more than I killed but I never felt outclassed, yeah. and that was the most important thing. Like I would respawn and go, okay, I'm gonna go this. I'm gonna go this different area, or like I'm gonna flank this person this time, or I'm gonna pick up a different gun on my way to that person. And it was just, it was fun. The whole thing was fun. I honestly press into your point. when I think when this game launches, like I, Destiny was good, and it was free. So like, congratulations. But if you're gonna ask me to buy that expansion, like I'm probably not. Because this game felt so good, and you can buy the story, but if you just want the multiplayer,
1: they're giving you that's the free. multiplayer for free for yeah. anybody, and which I'm pretty is sure
2: incredible. If have game Pass, that's also it's yeah. If you, you are paying for
1: Game, game Pass, Pass, you'll yeah. get the full game for free. Yeah, yeah, as even better. A, better. So there you go, right? Yeah, I'm um, still buying it. I'm still buying it because I, you know, I want three, four, three to have my, my money, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like there's other games. I know
0: people that are listening to this might be like, oh, you know, Call of Duty Warzone gives you the game for free and stuff. They give you a mode for free. Yeah, like they're give three four three is giving you multiple different multiplayer, the multiplayer suite, mode, the yeah. whole thing,
1: right? Yeah, suite. Um, Which I did look up by the way. So it comes out December eighth. Okay. So the game comes out December eighth, and it's the campaign and the multiplayer only, and then. Season two of the game, so three months from there, that's right, co-op is wow. co-op and the Forge. I think comes out that Got time. It.
0: So now I'm in this weird spot with Destiny, right, where it's like this game felt so good, and I had so much. I don't think I've had this much fun in a multiplayer in a long time with you guys, right? Like Destiny's fine, but like this was fun. Oh yeah, we had a lot of cool. fun. Chris, Chris I, think last I time today we played was like like Monster Hunter, probably. Yeah, yeah, Christian and I today were on with his cousin, and we were doing Capture the Flag, and uh, dude, his cousin was giving him
1: shit for yeah, that's, his probability that's on the Warthog. Yes, but, like, we, we do that, yeah.
0: But Christian just kind of pulls up as one of those like, hop in, loser, and we just hop in the Warthog and we're like, doing laps, just it's fun. you know, it's just it, it, is, it is fun, and it's fun because it's so well thought out from the levels, to the guns, to the balancing to making it all seem fair um, that now do i don't like i could go pick up destiny next week but if i know like i'm i'm gonna be playing this
1: like do i even care to pick it up like is it even worth it it definitely feels like there's a time limit on it right like i'm interested like because we have you know we since we started playing like we got a more solid group of you know friends that we know that will be able to play and help us do some of that that bigger content um I'm still interested to see what that looks like, right? Like mm-hmm. just in a passive way, like I want, I would like to know. Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a shelf life, right? For me now, like for sure. Like it's, it's one of those things where December 8th rolls around. And it's like, okay, well, one of these things has to go and I know which one it yep. is. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, and I can't say that like the
0: story is going to be better. Like I, you know, we don't know what the story is going to be like. It could come out and somebody could drop the ball and, be awful, Look, to be fair,
1: I, there's a lot of people that don't like it. I am a, mm. you know, a, it's been, everybody knows I am a, a Halo 5 defender. I will not, you know, like, I, I, yeah, you like uh, it. Yeah. But, yes. I, I honestly, I, have, I, I hope that they, I hope that they do better with this game for the general public. Like, I hope that, I hope this, they nail the story so that people are just like, a, excited for more story DLC, but then B, it makes them stick around longer for the multiplayer. Like, it, yeah.
0: I have one complaint about Halo 5, and that is the fact that they took away Couch Co-op, and it's a game that Ali and I always played together, and that's stupid. Now, uh, maybe we can work around that now with, like, a PC and an Xbox in the you house. Could. I don't
1: know how that works. Well, no, because Halo is not on yeah. PC. Yet. No, right. it'll never be. Oh really? They, they, yeah, they said a, they because they they put yeah. out every single Halo on the Master Chief Collection now, except okay. for, except for five, and they said that there's no, there's okay. no plans. Fair enough. I, I so don't that's will
0: ever do it. That's disappointing to me with no couch co-op. Um, but you know, sign
1: of the times. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, you have you have three homies that would always play it with you, or two homies that would always <laughs> play it with you, but. Oh, I will definitely play
0: with you for sure. But she, you, she also enjoys should. it, and it's a shame that like her, you know, she can't yeah. play too. That's we
1: should we should go through Halo Five just so you can be refreshed, caught up on the story. On the story, absolutely, absolutely. sure, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I guess to tie both of those things together, like that's just where it's at. Like it's just I, there. We we had so much fun last night. It was it was a blast. We did like it was awesome. Yeah. It, it felt. It just felt like. It, it honestly, it was weird. It felt like we were playing. It, it does that thing where like, you know, sometimes when you go to revisit things that are nostalgic for you, you all of a sudden are like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. You know what I mean? But this it straight up like Preston actually mentioned it. Like it, it reminded you of the land. It like it makes me feel like yeah, exactly. all three of us were just sitting in a room next to each other with three TVs playing. You know yep. what I mean? It, we'll it's funny play. how you revert to
0: to just like your old ways of playing oh like, dude I, we talked about this last well, night
1: I am such a <laughs> toxic piece of shit when I play Halo like I immediately am like I'll snipe somebody and am like yeah you thought bitch like I will like really <laughs> like come at it. but then I'm not like that like in other games I'm
0: just like I, I'm not like it to everyone, but I love using the battle rifle because of its distance and speed against snipers. Right. Yeah. And I did have that, have that um, last night and today where like I would come up with a sniper and I would be like, literally just talking to myself be like, you know, you can hit me from there. And he would shoot and miss and be like, you're not good enough. I'm going to kill you. you This is on you. And you go, (laughs)
1: you should run away. You should run away. Like, yeah, I know. It's so good. There's also the, you know, like just the, 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 the toxic gestures that halo will let you do to people like yeah and then the rage when it happens to you like I Alex Alex got teabagged today uh and by, no it, was last, it, it was, was last night it was last
0: like, night by somebody that didn't kill me yeah. like it was, it was last, by the guy was chasing like, and
1: so he immediately looks and finds his gamer tag and goes I am hunting you for the rest of the match so he's like I'm not going to let up I will find where you're at like yeah it's just it's dude, I yeah it's I'm I'm glad you know i'm glad you guys liked it too cuz it's one of those things where you know like i have a huge halo mark right so like there's very little things like it to be honest if if 343 would have you know just kind of re-released the halo 5 multiplayer suite with some tweaks i'd have been like sick more halo you know what i mean like i would have been fine right like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have yeah, bummed me out but, but yeah to see that that's that's where i feel more like confirmed about the opinion about how great it is is that people who were negative on halo five or haven't played in a while or just in you know just whatever and they hop in they try it and they go holy shit this is good
2: never heard one person say they didn't like it
1: that yeah
0: yeah you know up in arms this far in we should probably say um if you're listening and you haven't texted me yet jake we're sorry (laughs) that we did not message you on xbox to play together um, oh yeah! It was kind of a last-minute thing. I'm sure you also loved it, but we promise next time we all play, I have your gamer tag. We can we can all play together. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And I apologize, but like I said, by this point, he's probably already texted me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. That's cool. That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, um, that's it for the weeks. But
1: Christian, yep. I think you were bringing something today. I am. Yes. So let's 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 hop into this topic. So. The topic I want to talk about today is something that uh, some of our listeners might have experienced, might not have. It's, there's a certain fight or flight response that this resp- that this topic will bring out of people who know who inadvertently risk their lives as children in these in these areas. Um, so, talk about arcades today, man. Uh, and I want to talk about a couple different things about it. What, so, what, what are
0: you talking about? Apple Arcade? What is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, what is, I know, arcade? yeah.
1: So for for those who don't know, um, back in the... Uh, I'm sure everybody knows. I don't think we have any listeners that are that young. You, we, I don't I'm know. Surprised. We don't know the I'm demographics. Surprised. I have no idea. So just to be safe, uh, back in the 90s and early aughts, I don't... Was there any in the late 2000s or early 2000s? Do you uh, I think guys I know? That time. I think
0: is that what we about. call the 2000s? The aughts? called? Yeah, what is, yeah, it, call what that is the aughts?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, I'm too old for that. Holy crap. I know, yeah. Well, too hey, bad. I know. This is, so this is almost, you know, like 24 years ago. Blech. Yeah. But like, yeah. Um, no, man. So there was, there was, most of the time they were attached, in my hometown, I don't know about you guys, in my hometown they were mostly attached to malls. Yes, correct. Same here. Um, or bowling my, alleys. Yeah. Mm.
2: yeah, Or skating rinks.
1: Yes, sometimes skating rinks. Yeah, I didn't have a skating rink in my hometown, but so yes to all of
0: those. Um, but the biggest one I went to was attached to a putt putt golf course. No oh, shit. Okay, go. that's yeah, yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so, but basically, what they would do is they would put giant gaming cabinets in these in these arcades. Um, the lights would usually be low, (laughs) it would usually be dark, um, and there would be all sorts of different games, there would be, you know, a lot of it was fighting games, um, there would be just different, I mean, you know, there could be Arcade Racer, like, Cruising USA was a big one, um, you know, just all kinds of games, you know, uh, Gauntlet, like there was RPGs that you could play, and they basically, you would put some quarters in, and they would go, cool, you have... Till you die to play this game, basically, and then if you wanted to keep going, you, they go, "Hey, man, you can keep playing. You Just gotta keep feeding me quarters, right?" And you just run up to your mom and be like, "Please, more quarters." Um, and you know, you come to find out, early, or later in your life, as you're growing up, that um, there was multiple times that you could have been stolen, killed, given drugs, like you just that. There was so many things that happened. <laughs> it's like a geez, dark arc- turns so it quickly. But that's, but, but it, because that's what happened to us, right? Like when we were, when I was young. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'll, you know, that's going to be part of this is to talk about your experiences with arcades before I get to the questions. But for me, like arcades were like this. It was just sunshine and rainbows, right? Like i I would go in and I would be able to. Ooh. I would be able to play with my friends or if I even went there by myself, like it would be there was I remember there was random times that I would play with teenagers back then and like I'd be playing Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, whatever it was. I'd be playing sometimes the the Ninja Turtles game. Um I remember or like the Simpsons beat 'em up. Like, you know, tons of stuff. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, there is another person next to me that also likes video games. He happens to be a lot older than me. It does not matter. I'm going to play games. And it's fine. And there's no, I, you know, nothing. And then I hear these stories from my mom, you know, later as I've gotten older and they died off or whatever. And, I, you know, I was just always like, what, you know, how could these places go? Like, I don't understand. Like, they must have made hand over fist money. It's just nothing but quarters always going on and going on. You know what I mean? Like, there's always money flowing in. And then she was like, because the cops were there all the time, and then, like, people were getting arrested all the time, and so they just, like, the cities didn't want them there anymore. And I was like, what do you mean the cops were there all the time? And she was just like, you know, you have blinders on when you're a kid, because you're so focused on what it is that you're doing. Um, but, yeah, like, dude, like, there would be drug deals that would go down in there, and people would get arrested, and there would be fights, and all this, and you just would never, I just never cross into my vision, you know what I mean? But like, I know I know some friends,
0: the, the first time they ever tried alcohol was like a, a Bud Light or a Budweiser or something out of those little metal cans. Uh, at the arcade? No yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so our, so <laughs> our arcade, like I said, was at a putt-putt, like the big one that we went to. And it, it by the time we were getting older, it was this huge, like, they called it Rock Lake. And it was a huge cliffside. And then it was like a, a man-made pool, essentially. They just like close quarantine the water off and then turn it into a pool and it wasn't like lake water it was pool water eventually yeah but it was i don't know built in like 60 or 70 so at one point it was lake water um but it was the pool and then it was putt putt the arcade opened then when they from the arcade they did laser tag and bro being a kid and popping from like laser tag to the arcade is where it's at yeah. uh, do you, eventually do do they better. did batting cages and
1: uh and go-karts yeah so it was, it was like you know yeah. kid heaven yeah, exactly and mm-hmm. so, you know, like, I, but you never, like, you mentioned, like, the dark turn, like, the quick dark but that's what happened, right, is, like, they were there, and then all of a sudden, they just, like, just totally disappeared, and you find out shortly after that, when you're a teenager, and you're, like, what the hell, man, like, I, and then your parents are just, like, no, it was god-awful, like, we, we were basically standing there with a pistol behind you, being, like, if anybody comes near my child, they'll kill you, and you're, like, I had no, idea. you know you just don't know. So, but so, I guess what I want to do before I get into the questions of everything and and have a more in depth discussion is I just just for a quick retrospective because I talked about it. You know, is just your your best most like prominent memory at an arcade and like for me, mine is just it's just fighting games. Like that's just where like I remember sitting and like. I had an experience that I don't know, like, most people had, you know, whatever, but, like, it's just, I was playing, and I remember I was waiting in line to play a Mortal Kombat cabinet, and there was people that were playing, and they were talking mad shit to each other. Like, they were just, like, you know, it was, like, the kind of thing where the dude was, like, because basically what would happen at Arcade is winner would stay, right? So people would line up. And if I won, I'm not getting off. The next person can get in line and take the loser spot, and I'm going to keep fighting until I lose. And then that's you know it'll rotate like that. That was basically the agreed upon rule. Um, and so when I was playing, like I you know I just hopped up and like yeah I want to play more combat. And then like you know obviously this dude, whoever I was playing against was there's just you know no way that I'm going to win. I have no idea even what the hell I'm doing, and this person clearly is like you know god tier as far as the local the local eight, uh, arcade is concerned. Um, but there was moments where, like... legend. Yeah, yeah woof, you get that tattooed on your back. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, so I start pressing buttons, da, 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 and it was just this thing where, like, the guy, you know, I was a kid and all these things, and instead of, like, immediately just pushing my face in the dirt and being like, move on, it was like, hey, man, try, like, you know, tapping this forward and pressing this button, and then you do it, and then a fireball comes out, and you're like... oh. <gasps> And then, now, I know, so now when I go home, right, and I'm playing on the Super Nintendo or whatever, and I'm playing with some of my friends, now I know how to do the fireball, and everybody's like, yo, what the, f-? you know, what I mean? like, that kind of stuff, like, so it was just cool moments like that, and and different things, just seeing different kind of games, like, I still, uh, I think, who knows, Preston might bring this up or not, but, like, that, that Ninja Turtles cabinet, man, Yep, it's just, it's ingrained in my brain of just being like, there's four spots you and your four friends can roll up and you all get to pick your favorite turtle it's color-coded and and things like that um i yeah it's just it's it's moments like that of just in like just for lack of a better wholesome quote-unquote interactions because there was not there was wholesome things not going on there but like you know wholesome interactions just with fostering this you know this hobby with these games that i you know i don't i don't know i don't know if it would be there without arcades right like having that that fondness for for just older video games in general just video games period you know who knows so yeah that's mine so yeah i dude i have
0: so many great memories from putt putt like we went as a family, we went on Friday nights and we went on the weekend, but like we also, our best experiences where we w- would go with school, like if school would be a half day or a whole day, like you would take a f- field trip there with your class. school would take you? Yeah. So like where I went to school, we were only about two or three miles from Rock uh-huh. Lake. Um, so yeah, sometimes we would do like field trips over there for your class uh, or your grade and dude, you release a hundred kids on a place that literally has everything, like bumper boats. And three different putt putt courses and laser tag and everything. Oh it was it was God. incredible, right? That's awesome. So, first of all, let me say, don't let arcades die, um, because I have a feeling, maybe not causation, but definitely correlation between like our you know if our economy goes down as we get older and then like the lack of arcades. Because if you want to <laughs> teach kids to budget. Give them $10 worth of quarters or gold coins and watch them figure out how they're going to spend those, dude. You're not wrong. You're not even wrong. I remember, like, so it would start off. It's like, okay, so I got to take three quarters. These three quarters are going to be for a game of air hockey because I'm going to have to play air hockey before I leave here. Yeah. And then it's like, and then here's, yeah, and like, and then I'm definitely going to want to get something. So, like, here are the stack of quarters I'm going to use for the little, like, Circular light that goes around, oh, and you have to machine. hit. Yeah, yeah. I yeah time. Time. <laughs> I'm so
2: good at that. Oh fucking, I'm pro. So, about that, game, so that would that be the loud, second nice one. Right? the color game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then and then everything else would be all right. How many friends are here? Because I know I have to play Turtles once at least. I have to play X Men once yep. at least. Um We did have this. We did have the Simpsons for a while as well. But the Simpsons one's the cool. Big, it's a good game. I like it, the big right? one for me um too. Is we didn't have like Slaughterhouse or anything but we had uh, Area 51. Oh. So the two actual My pizza guns. Had that that one. Yeah. They would be, like chunk 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 every time you would shoot, you yeah. have to like co- put it okay. down to the side and cock it um, and then of course like you would want to be the first one there to make sure you had a gun that actually worked. Yep. And like you didn't want it cuz you know, I don't want the right. broken because gun. Because
1: in every anything. machine, every machine there was the good gun and there was yeah. the trash gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So um, those would be the games man and I I have had so much fun, like, playing those X-Men games and doing the beat up and cycling the game. Because there would only be so many levels. It's not like a game now where games are 10 hours. Like, it would be 30 minutes or 20 minutes and you could make it through the entire yeah. game. Yeah. Or, uh, or you
2: don't beat it, like me. Or you don't
0: beat it. I don't, don't think I've
2: ever it. actually beat one of those. Honestly, I've definitely like, beat I
0: beat them once or twice. Um, and the one we did beat quite often, actually, we got pretty good at, was I had a buddy, Um and we would play Area Fifty One all the time, and I you just—you just, got to the point you knew where everybody was popping yeah, you out. you knew where yeah. the like come where, out, the patterns,
1: where yeah. they were going to come, and yeah, it, it was awesome. Dude, light gun I, uh, games are so sick. And, you know, there's this is a more like before before Preston goes with his his memories that uh, this is a newer memory. But there was one time that Preston and I went to Dave and Buster's, which is, yeah. we'll, I'll bring the I'll bring up we'll you know weather, Dave yeah. and Buster's all that stuff in a little bit, but uh, we did the Halo. RPG I've done the Halo so one. Good. I did that in Texas, yeah. in Austin. And Preston and I, we were sitting there with like little battle rifles, and we're looking. It was just, it was, so it, was dude, it was so fun. It was so that fun. one was dope too. One...
0: No, I was gonna say because you sit in like the huge, you sit in like Warhog, a... yeah, a huge warthog is like, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think so the best good. part
2: about that day was like we, we we wanted to play that first. We're like, okay, let's get that out of our system. And like right towards the end of the night, like we're like, we should go play that one more well, time. Let's go play
1: Halo we before leave. we leave. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I think. Wasn't Alex with us that day? Hmm. I might have actually oh, been. Yeah, yeah you actually yeah. were. Yeah, 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 yeah that the that three of us did with. play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did play, yeah. You're right, yeah. Yeah.
0: so fun.
2: Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, is that that your, uh, that's what you got for us?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I would agree with you guys, right? Like, just, I have very strong memories. I never had anybody super nice with fighting games, but then again, I still yeah, didn't play fighting games back then. I didn't either. Um, yep, no nope. cool but three friends do get three friends slamming those sticks together, even as bad yep. as you were being young. Beat 'em ups are so Cyclops good for Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I would say for like my history with that, it's, it's like sparse, but happens still. So we move around here and there, I would say up until fourth grade, I lived like out more in the County, like St. Peter, St. Charles area. And there was a, uh, a tilt arcade is what it was called, uh, attached to one of the, uh, County malls. I remember that. Um, and on a very rare occasion, I'd be able to go into there um, when we're doing some shopping. I'd be like, Mom, Mom please, can I have like 10, 15
1: minutes? Mom, you didn't give it? me a Super Nintendo. Please give me this at um, least.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you ruined my life once. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this away from me.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine she listens to this and just like she, has I know, trauma like, di- like, to yeah, flashbacks I was say, every like, time. Karen, you know, if you're listening to this,
2: you're a saint. Um, but no, she my, she would let me every once in a while, they would like be in the food court eating and she's like, Okay, here's five bucks or whatever while we're eating or whatever and you're done eating, you can go in there real quick while we kinda hang out for a little bit after shopping. Um so that was a little bit of that. Um uh there was like you could have cabinets here and there and like pizza places, that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Um but when we were kids out in the St. Louis area or like even outside in the county areas, it was I don't know, you guys may have been to one, um, ever heard of swing around fun town Mm-mm. no it is, kind of sounds like your putt-putt area alex where it had okay putt-putt it had the you know, the bumper boats it had batting cages and then their big main hub where the building was where you got all your tickets to go do those things that's where they had their arcade got it. um so on a rare occasion like that's that, that's the cool birthday party you wanted to attend like if you were doing that like you had the cool birthday party that year yeah. you're that cool kid that, that's where you went for like your destination birthdays um, again, the skating rink that, uh, was nearby in the, uh, other town we moved to once after fourth grade. Um, that's pretty much the only place that had like a handful of them outside of like a pizza hut. And that's the only time I ever got to really play video games as far as arcade games for that. Matter. Yeah. Um, and bowling eyes had like usually a couple of them as well. Um, so bowling eyes was kind of a big thing it's, I got them in small chunks while doing something else is what usually happened. Um, I never actually went to a arcade outside of those couple County times, but it was in the middle of doing something else. Um, I would say the first times I actually like really 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 went into an arcade um, was probably when I started going to Dave and Buster's a little early, earlier or I totally forgot about this I meant to mention that who here has been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh yeah totally Christian have you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese? I know you're a little younger yeah, yeah absolutely okay, okay. yeah so again another birthday destination to where like so many arcades you got the Horrible, nasty ball pit in like the jungle gym, wherever you want to call it, with tubes. That's disgusting. It smells like. B.O. And the, the Eldritch,
1: time. the Eldritch horror beings <laughs> that Charles E. Cheddar yeah, was.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly, and the horrible, yeah, animatronics.
1: animatronics.
0: Those, those animatronics are the worst. They're and terrifying. Anyway, I still have nightmares about them. Even the pizza was pretty sketch. You had like the yeah, pepperoni pizza, and cheese or cares. sausage and cheese, and that's like all that it was. And the yeah. sausage was. But, I mean, no, not, hey, look, man, look, Chuck E. G.'s pizza is good.
2: Yeah, it's, I, I've had worse.
0: I feel like if I ate Chuck E. Cheese now as an
1: adult, it would tear me.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) it would be a bad
0: day.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't have the tummy issues that you guys do. But Alexa and I go get it occasionally. We have before. Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh yeah, yeah. We just roll up and order a pizza and leave. Yeah, from uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Yeah, there are so many pizza places that but serve sometimes you
2: want Chuck E. Cheese pizza. No, I've never thought about that in my entire <laughs> life. Like I, you well, know, what? I can really get a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I've never thought about
1: that. that maybe ever. it's just an us never thing, thought. but we have done it. Sounds like it. You know what's sure. funny is that so the sh- this is just a quick aside before you keep going. But the, there's like shadow uh, kitchens now with like the whole pandemic thing where yeah. if you go on Grubhub, it's like fake restaurants or whatever that are working out of other kitchens to try to get your money. And if yeah. you, or- it, yes. Yeah. I will talk about this after the show. Cause it's insane. But yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know if you get on Grubhub ever or DoorDash, whatever. And there's a place called Pasquale's pizza. And if you order That's- from it mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, this is pretty good. You're eating Chuck E. Cheese pizza. It's coming from a Chuck E. Cheese.
2: Yeah. They just put a different name
1: cause they don't want to put Chuck E. Cheese on there. Yeah. Cause they know people won't order it if they put Chuck yeah. E. Cheese pizza can you get in trouble doing that because if not no. i see a no. I see a second business like can i name it whatever i want and do that so but it has to you have to be a registered business right so there's yeah like chili's is doing it denny's is doing it like there's a million of them we um have a business even, even a podcast ser- even certain i don't think you llc'd this but yeah who knows you maybe don't, you, don't, you did no i don't idea. know I, yeah <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> he's like, i will now <laughs> um but yeah, like I, there's just it's crazy. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese.
2: So yeah, as far as my favorite ones, it'd be kind of the same as Alex, um, to where it was like I love to have the, uh, turtles, X Men, Simpsons. Um, one of my favorite ones in Chuck E. Cheese was the Jurassic Park one, to where it was like a light gun game, but you sat inside like the actual jeep. Um, oh And then yeah. like the T Rex would come yeah. out. So yeah, you'd the Dino Crisis one. Him. Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I'd yeah. never played the Dino Crisis one, but I played the Jurassic Park one for sure. Like, oh okay. No okay. Stuff. That was that was my favorite ones at Chuck E. Cheese um you mentioned the uh, the spinning light game where you to stop it right in the jackpot yeah i have a skill for that i remember last time when we were out there i was like I, I just need to make sure and you spend 10 to 15 minutes let me sit at that little tabletop or whatever you want to call it and i will get that jackpot and i i do it every time every time i go to dave and busters i make sure to have some credits there just to make sure i get enough tickets because that's my big ticket getter if you want some prizes go to that little light gun game and just kind of figure out the pattern and kind of find out where the
1: sweet spot is for that button because you can get it you know, what? Uh, I've, you know i have i have not like, once
0: in my life ever gotten that
1: jackpot i get yeah, time i go to the arcade no, i've always gotten i've always gotten it close but i've never gotten it. Mm-hmm. get yep. it every time
2: it doesn't that's, never the first time but i get it every time that's insane
1: i wish I we we had seen that we got to do that um, the next time i love how
0: preston i love how preston is just like trolling people those arcades just hangs out in his leather jacket and just like you know kind of sandbags for a few minutes the
1: jukebox <laughs> and the person just slaps the button and the jackpot and he just he's, he's, there, there, he's there all lollipop. day
0: yeah just like having these kids like build up the jackpot not being able to get it And he's like oh you yeah. know, try again try yeah. again and then he just oh, walks that's over like number, Bing, that's jackpot
2: because the thing about that game is that the jackpot <laughs> resets once you hit the jackpot so therefore i can't play it again and just get a big load out of it yeah. no it's I got to wait for some kids who try it once or twice and be like, to be honest, I don't ever see anyone sitting at that thing anymore. Like it's very rare. You get somebody, I think it's mostly somebody like probably older people like me or whatever that just swipe it and try it once or twice. Like, okay, that was, that was dumb fun. Just in case I wanted to try it just in case I got lucky. (laughs) But no, I, I make it a mission when I go into an arcade. Now, if I see one of those, like, that's where I'm getting the majority of my tickets today.
1: I, I like the idea that this, like the kids like that missed out on the jackpot. See, so press and get it and they start crying. And they go to their parents and then press and looks at their parents. Yeah. And goes, This is what happens when you let your kids play with killers. Like
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. make a kid cry. Um, the, uh, the other one that no one has mentioned here, which I feel is an arcade staple. If you have an arcade, you need to have at least, at least two. Um, I prefer at least four or more. Uh, to have enough lanes for it, but who here doesn't love some good fucking skee ball buddies?
1: Oh yeah, sure, yeah, uh, skee ball's great. I yeah.
2: love me some skee ball. It's yeah, it's it's just for fun arcade they kick game, out. if you will, the cat the cabinets. But it's
0: but to keep you coming back, they kick out like six tickets every time you do it, like oh, for yeah, no it, reason, you it, get like, no no your six tickets.
1: But, I mean, if you're good, you can get a lot of tickets out of it. Yeah, if you if you get the bullseyes all the time, yeah, yeah. The bullseyes,
2: you get the corner pieces, yeah. The corner, yeah. the corner. Oh, the corner even, ones,
1: yeah, for a hundred. Yeah, or whatever. But it's it's yeah. it's
2: always been fun. I remember like when I was super kid, uh, super young kid, like just trying to fucking launch that thing and just being a jackass <laughs> about it and just flying off the ramp. Maybe sometimes it doesn't go into the actual area and just kind of yeah. pops off somewhere. Yeah, I do remember that a lot. That, that's the, kind of my youth of our. My class.
1: favorite skee ball memory is this. Uh, it was it was more recently, but there was it was one time. So this was back when I still. Still lived uh, in Peoria, but Alexa and I took, at the time, my little brother and sister were maybe like six and eight, maybe they were really young. But we took them to Chuck E. Cheese, and you know we were just like, you know, they've never been like my parents never took them, but I used to go when I was a kid all the time. Was like they need to experience this at least once. Like it's a fun thing for kids to do. So uh, we took them and they did the skee ball thing, but. You know, they were playing it and my little brother just started laughing like he was just kept looking over at this other kid and I didn't understand what he was looking at until I look over. And this kid is like he has his shirt like pulled out and he starts taking all the ski balls and putting them into this little hammock of his shirt and he runs up the lane and takes the ski balls and just starts slamming them into the corner piece over and over again. It's amazing. And because because the workers at Chuck E. Cheese were all a bunch of you know like millennials 17
0: like, year olds give, yeah they don't they, care. Just, they don't
1: give a f- and so they would see him they saw him do it and they just like get after a kid whatever and so like other kids started seeing that he wasn't getting in trouble so and so else. kids are just like you know, they just like i'll start doing it and then one kid ended up either like you know getting too rowdy or something like that where he was like pulling on stuff and then that's when <laughs> the, finally the employees like came over and were like someone had shut room. it down right like, and in the like they pulled all the kids just
0: imagine like, a bunch of monkeys like somewhere like hanging on the top of that thing and the others yeah. on the side and they're just like <sighs> tossing the <laughs> yeah. ski balls up the mm-hmm. ramp to each yeah. other just yeah. slamming <laughs> them in
1: but it was just funny to watch this kid because he you could you could see the wheels turning in his brain that he thought he was absolutely the smartest child there because he right. was like, I am no one else has thought of this before on planet earth, even though we have. Right. But he was just like, no one's thought of this before. And I'm going to blow everybody's mind right now. And then runs up and starts doing it. It's just so funny. Um, who's the real winner and
0: loser in that situation? The kid that thinks nobody knows what he's doing and does it or everybody else that sees him doing it gets away with it and doesn't then do the same thing.
1: That's a good, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. you know, I think once he, well then he, you know, it gets ruined for everybody and then everybody, all the ire turns to that child and it's like, yeah. yeah, you have to, then what's funny is, is that everybody's kid was doing something bad, but then you, everybody, the kid that ruined it for everybody is the one where everybody's, all the other parents look at the kid go hey thanks for ruining that for our kid you know it's like, this, like ru- <laughs> yeah, now,
0: now we have to parent everybody was fine getting their own tickets could yeah. you imagine the like 40 year old franchisee owner that comes in the next day and <laughs> he looks at the board of prizes and you're just like cleaned out and he was uh-huh. like what happened they're like I don't know everybody just won jackpot tickets and then like, he goes to the camera night. and just
1: sees this kid <laughs> slamming it in the hundred one yeah no but um so to move so so to keep so so the, the with with arcades then you know I guess the first the first question for up for debate here um, which I don't know if it'll be who knows I I know Alex thinks hates all things nostalgia so that <laughs> well, is not true not you true. told you told Press and I that we could put our N sixty fours in the garbage the last time we talked about Ooh. yeah. No. There's no reason to,
0: you know... Look, I, preservation is a whole other topic. You can go back and listen to episode three, I believe, if you want Board to. Preston
1: and I were correct. Yes, you can go listen to that sure. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, so, you know, I guess the first thing would be, our, our kids... and and young people that enjoy video games are they worse off now that arcades have died out or are they do you think that it doesn't matter and that or is it better like do you think that the way that they are able to consume games now is it is it better um i will uh, here's what i'll say i think it's i won't even bring up the reason that alex brought up because that's actually really smart and i actually do kind of agree with that like you know the money management portion of it is not that's not too terribly wrong but you know, else, But I think, in general, I think I think they probably are. I, this probably could just be my bias talking, but I think they are worse off. I think most of that is because I. There are really like big. There's nice, huge social aspects to to arcades where you were able to, you know, just go out, play with friends, and all get excited about the same game and discover things together and do these things. And sometimes like the arcades would funnel in new games and you know, you would all give them a try together and you know, everybody would find out like, Oh man, for whatever reason I'm always the the weakest link at the turtles game, but here I am playing star Wars tie fighter. And all of a sudden now I'm God, King child that is ruling the leaderboards, right? Like, you know, whatever it is. I just, I, do, I think that there's a, there's an aspect. I think that, uh, You know, kids are probably more safer playing games now because arcades can tend to get a little dicey uh, from a safety perspective. But um, I think, in general, I think that there was a service that arcades provided that I think is, is missed. Even from just a design perspective, I think they're missing out on really cool games that are specifically designed for an arcade feel, right? Like you know, like they have there's you know, so to to even bring this a little bit farther, like I think that um it bears the arcades are dead here and in most in most of the world, um, except for Japan. That is the main way that people play games there. Like the arcades there are massive. And it's mostly because of the way that they're, that you know, country is structured, like people just everywhere they live, especially in the cities, there's not a lot of space, right? Like homes are small. Um and they're more, like, modern and compact, like, designed. And so there's not a whole lot of room for a giant tv and entertainment system with consoles plugged in and things like that. Not to say that, you know, consoles still obviously sell over there, but just not even close to the the level that they sell here. Um, and so they all have arcades there. They have, you know, giant Sega arcades and other things that you can go that have all these games. And, you know, I actually saw a game. It was, this was back in my hometown. Um... That is this place called Round One? Uh, that's like a chain that opens. it's like a Dave and Buster's thing. Like you know, from now mostly for now, like there's the only things that are left in North America. These things called barcades, where it's just basically like, yeah. hey, parents, bring your kids here to play games while you get hammered at a bar and you know, forget that you have children for a little bit. Um, and then they just you know, you can play games there or whatever. And they also have like stuff for adults and things, but. Um, there's this one game that I remember that is the coolest thing that I saw there, which is called guns- Gunslinger Stratos. And it's a light, game, light gun game where you and somebody else have, it's you both get two guns, and there's magnets on all the different sides of the gun. And you're shooting them, and you're playing as like a mech, basically, like on the screen. And the different combinations that you can stick the gun together with, with the, with the magnets, will then transform the mech and the gun that you're shooting that's cool on the screen. So it's like this That's weird cool, yeah. Gundam thing. It's very cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. Um, and you just—you'll never get that in, the, in a home thing, right? Like you'll just never be able to have that experience or that kind of design in a in with no arcades. You know what I mean? I I think there's a lot of things that kind of go against
0: the arcades today, and especially arcades in America. So. You know, first of all, like, the way people consume games nowadays and the size of games and the types of games that are played, like, many yeah. of them just aren't conducive to an arcade experience, right? They're, they're longer. You'd never than be able to
1: play an arcade version of The Last of Us or some shit.
0: Yeah, right? There's just, like, there's levels that are longer and they just, the experience itself is, is, is a longer experience and it's hard to play that way and multiplayer games aren't really like they were. And, and you know, if you, if you think about it, they're so complex now with the button combinations, that six buttons and a joystick don't really cut it the way that they yeah. used to. So I think I think that's one problem. Um, I, I I do think it's a shame, because, like, the experience in an arcade man was was so cool, um, and I'll talk more about that in a moment. But I think the other two problems are, the last time I was in a Dave & Buster's, they had some unique games like Halo. They had your classics like Ski Ball and the Basketball thing, you know, the basketball, like... Mm-hmm. How many baskets can you make in a thirty second time limit or whatever? But then they had a lot of like these weird mobile games that were just kind of crappy arcade experience, like Doodle Jump. Um, Doodle Jump is a is, one, yeah, yeah. they
1: like because they they base yeah. it around like a prize thing right so it's just like tick yeah it's, yeah
0: yeah just for tickets so like Doodle Jump is a is like, like an iPhone game
1: yeah. yeah where you can just like
0: tilt your your you have a character that's continually bouncing up. And you just tilt your phone to the left to like land on the platform on the left, and then to the right to dodge obstacles and enemies, but make it as high as you can in a never-ending tower. And like, yeah, it's all it's all prize-driven, not experience-driven. So like, one, you can't play that with your friend, but two, like, it's kind of a dumb arcade game. The other thing that I think kind of holds us back is proximity. So like, when you look at Japan, you have so many people congregated on a small island, and in big cities, we're here. I mean, you're playing in... Peoria or St. Louis, and unless you're in, you know, I'm in Florida, like, in, unless you're in a big city, I just don't think you have enough people to support you don't. an no. arcade like, yeah. like some of those places do. So, I think that's the problem. Now, I do think it's a great experience. I think there's a lot that can be learned from an arcade. I mean, I jokingly talked about the budget, but honestly... If parents were smarter and not always drunk, leaving those places, you could actually have a legitimate conversation yeah. around that later in the week and 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 teach life lessons. But the other thing is, we, it's society as a whole. I mean, we talk, we, the royal we, not the three of us, but the royal we. Society talks about the issue nowadays that technology has brought to kids in the way they socialize with others an arcade was a great place to see people like you and different from you from all works, walks of life that you would actually interact with. And you could build friendships with and bonds with, and look, when you're a kid, friendships are fleeting. So building a, building a friendship and some memories for two hours can make a lasting impact, right? Kids can make friends with anybody. Yeah. So that you teaching those social skills and just the people aren't scary. And that's, that's a really cool thing. Um, and It was a fun thing for families to do, you know, bringing families closer together, bringing siblings closer together, even just for a few hours before they go back to fighting. There's a lot to be said for any social experiment like that or any social, uh, you know, just uh, experience, if you will, that we don't have now because of technology. So, yes, I agree. Like, kids are worse off. And that's just speaking from our own experiences. And How do they do they pop in my mind every day? Absolutely not. But if you do bring it up, like I have such distinct fun memories from those that as a kid, I, I would not trade those for the world.
2: You yeah, know? yeah. Sure. Um, I wouldn't say it's completely lost on the youth right now. I mean, I think the gifts get it from different areas. They don't get it from my an arcade anymore. Um, they are getting it, I would say, from bowling alleys nowadays. I haven't gone to bowling alley very often um, lately. COVID, obviously. Um, but before that, I would go to bowling alley a couple times a year. And there's always a usually a decent size arcade uh, there, depending on the size of the bowling alley. Even the smaller ones in smaller towns, at least have three to four uh, cabinets, maybe a pinball one there as well, which we haven't even touched on. Um, but it's they usually have a couple of those, and it just depends on you know if the kid is like even cares about that kind of thing. Otherwise, nowadays he'll be sitting there watching his parents play, well, do some bowling while they're getting drunk, and he's on his iPad nowadays playing Fortnite, spending his quarters, if you will, there on whatever the fuck that's supposed to be. Fortnite books. And that's (laughs) kind of what the new thing... Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. They are Um, V-Bucks, yeah. They're crazy, and that's kind of the... That's kind of like the new, kind of like, hey, I'm gonna put a quarter in here. It's like, oh, I'll put a couple dollars in here and get like a skin or the new season pass or whatever nowadays. But yeah, there's still an arcade experience for them to have, so it's not completely lost on them. And there is a uh, I know there's one out here I forget which one it is um, but they actually do open up a little earlier for the the younger crew on the weekends and that's kind of mostly what they kind of do that for is that hey we're open up a little bit earlier we're not really serving booze until a certain time of day it's more for like hey kids come over here during the day if you guys want to as well you can as well uh, but they were like even doing like Mario Kart tournaments and stuff like that there at those arcades so it's they're still there but yes you're you're not wrong it's most of time nowadays the only way they can survive is also be a barcade or be attached to something like a bowling alley or a skating rink or a pizza hut have like two like little uh arcade cabinets there like that's that's the only way they can really survive nowadays but there are ones out there still um certain like you said like i mean christian you got one back in your hometown i i, I follow one on uh instagram i think it's neon arcade and i figure what they're out there on the east coast i think um and there's a couple of them on the east coast too that are really really nice that i've heard yeah. that people talk about uh, that it's just, they're out there. They're a they're few and far between because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of maintenance. That's not mm-hmm. cheap. Uh, you need to have a person because they those guys are few and far between as well. Um, it's expensive. Those those cabinets are not cheap, especially now because there's like a new renaissance for kind of getting those kind of cabinets into your houses. Um, but, I mean, I've listened to a podcast earlier today where they talked about it, but if you really want to sit and wait and you're not like immediately needing it, you could probably find somebody trying to get rid of a cabinet, like through Craigslist or Dude, Facebook that's, Marketplace. That's the thing. They'd I just get it out of my house, yeah. kind of a deal. Um, and then you know it could be halfway broken. You might have to fix it, and that's kind of the issue people run into.
1: If if I ever become like stupid, stupid wealthy, the purchase I'm going to try to convince Alexa to let me get is is going to be like an arcade, like an NBA Jam cabinet or something like that. You know, and then just like whenever somebody comes and visits, like, "Yo, bro, let's go downstairs, grab a cold beer, let's just hammer out some, NBA yeah." Game. You know what like I mean? Fighting like, fighting
2: game one or something like something like a turtles one. Or something oh, like dude, that, if something I could get like a first strike
1: time. cabinet, I would fucking die. But like, yeah, well, that's, that's the thing
2: is that like nowadays they have these new boards now that you can pop in these things to have that have like essentially like I mean I don't want I wouldn't want to do a Raspberry Pi. I don't think that's kind of like, worth like the kind no. Of I would want the effort, original, like, yeah. But it's yeah, I would rather want the original with the actual proper marquee. Um, but yeah, no, if, I, if I could afford one, hell yeah. You know how much those Star Wars battle pods are? That's the fucking coolest thing in the world. Oh, dude, if David you got Busters, a TIE Fighter cabinet, so oh sick. my god. You no, know, yeah. like, I, I don't want TIE Fighter cabinet. I want that battle pod they have at Dave & Buster's now, that brand new Star Oh, Wars you're talking one. about
1: the new, new, okay, okay, okay.
2: Oh, dude, I love that game so much. Yeah, like, you, you I, I, I remember like, I walk past it, I'm like, these fucking kid is in here. Fuck this kid. He, 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 like, I'm a 34-year-old man getting pissed off at a kid taking a uh, spot in the fucking Star Wars battle pod.
1: I remember uh, I remember was that so was the night fun. that the three of us were there together and I remember yeah. you were in there for like 30 minutes and, and and Alex and I were like where's Preston at and then Alex turned and he mind. goes he's he's still in the Star Wars <laughs> Star game Wars, and we we're like yeah Star that che- that checks out yeah it was so good it was so much fun I so it. What, so talking talk so
0: about you, toxicity I don't know that I ever experienced toxicity as a kid unless I was playing NBA Jam cuz dude if somebody was better than you at that game just like the ridiculous yeah, yeah. When you could jump from the half-court line and, like, you would do this dunk by, like, dropping the ball between your legs and, then like, windmilling over your head oh, and you're okay. already up.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, game-winning point. You and get beat, like, 21 to 3. You're just like, okay. <laughs> and, you, and you're always playing as, as 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 players that everybody knew, right? Like, that was back yeah. in 90s era. Yeah. 90s era basketball, right? So there was no, like... Everybody knew who Shaq was. Everybody knew who Kobe was. Everybody knew who Jordan was. Everybody knew who Pippen was. There was no, like, you weren't going to be a kid that would walk up and then, if you heard, like, oh, it's dunked by Michael Jordan, everyone would go, I don't even know what's happening. Like, you'd be like, I just dunked with Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, like, it would be so, yeah, dude, the the, the you, shit talking you would that would with NDA Jam.
0: I, I remember, too, because, like, you shoot threes, then you could go on fire. And, like, so yep. you would get these ridiculous combinations of, like, Michael Jordan and Luke Longley. Yeah. Or like Tony Ku coach or something. <laughs> You're coach. just like what? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That that game's so good. I was just thinking like, oh like, man, yeah, it's it's good yeah. stuff. But um okay, so then so then I'm Preston just to write, So you you think that it's not that kids are better or worse, you think that they're still it's oh, there, please. but it's just yeah. you know, they I have mean, to actively search it out.
2: I don't know if you ever used it. Um, I, I don't utilize it at all, but Ronnie's has a pretty decent size arcade attached to it. Uh, the, the movie theater nearby that we've never been in St. Louis. Nah. There's it's a decent size one. they have some uh, pretty good cabinets in there. Yeah. A lot of them m- More newer stuff. Uh, Cause that's where the kids go to hang out. They go to the movie theater. They might see a movie. They might just hang out in the arcade all day. They're do just kids do that? With some of those kids. At. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I uh, see. I have two. So uh, maybe it's just the kids that I know, but like Ellie and Ethan, they do not go to oh, movies. Yeah. Like they don't care at all. Like, yeah. they just sit and they're like, is it on Netflix or Hulu? No, then I don't care. Like, God, like this okay.
0: generation sucks. I, I'm th- so old right now. Look, hey, look, look
1: I, mean- <laughs> I am not going to inquire the wrath of Zoomers. So, as far as yeah, every, right. every Zoomer yeah. listening to this knows, I am pro Zoomer. Send all of your hate mail directly to Alex. I do not want to get roasted by look, you guys on
0: TikTok. I- I'm not, I was going to say, I'm not saying one generation is better or worse, but all I'm saying is we have less arcades and way more TikTok
1: now, and it wasn't the same back then, so you That's make fair. your own decisions. Yeah, you, you can read between the lines here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So then the only other thing, just to round this out discussion, because this really, you know, it's, less of a, it's just more of a, a, a retrospective, sort of like we did with the nostalgia topic, but um, last thing is, so what do you guys think that arcades would have to do to try to make a comeback Right, like, and I mean, like, or, or do you think there's anything they could do? So, like, so, so, so to talk about it, you know, like we talked about with Japan, like, the arcade scene there is huge. It's massive. It is the way that most people play games, and not, and not only that, it is they, they have user IDs tied to these arcades, just like you would at a home console. Here, so like, you know, for for people, like, if you're if you have a PlayStation ID. You know, all your games and all that stuff is tied to that ID, right? Like it follows you from each PlayStation or, you know, sometimes depending on if they decide they want to do, you know, uh, backwards compatibility and all those other things. Xbox is probably the better thing where all of your games and all of your save, all that stuff has followed you since the 360, basically. Um, and that's uh, similar to our case in Japan where you get a card. And it's just got your data on there. Like, you can, you know, even games that have, like, save states and, like, stories and progression and things, like, if you're playing and then you were, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, man, I got to get off or I got to go, like, you, it saves to your card. And it, like, shoots that up on the internet and goes onto the cloud. And then when you come back and you sign in with your little data card, like, it pulls you right back where you were. Um so it's it's insane. Like it's just way different. It's it's almost like you know, the way that it looks to me is that it it evolved the same way that um, the home market did here, except they just it never left the arcade, right? That same technology just kept building up over there. Uh, so for me, I, I don't I I'm like one of those things where I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's anything they could do here in this in that's it's you know i i don't i don't want to be like negative but like i just i just don't see it you know what i mean i just don't see what they could do to would you like me to be negative for you sure i mean no i'm still i mean that's that is my opinion on it right like i just don't know i don't even if they even if they were to lift one of the really sick arcades from japan like say they were to pull a you know put a giant Sega one, right? Like it was just some, and some block of, even if it was big cities, like if they just put it on some block of, you know, downtown Manhattan or whatever, and there's a whole corner built that has this giant Sega building now. And when you go in, there's multiple floors and there's all these different games and all those things. I I just don't think people would show up. I think people maybe our age would show up as like a touristy thing, right? Like they would go and like, oh, cool, I'll go see the Sega store. And you go in, you're like, yo, look, it's Sonic, the thing I knew back in the day, blah, 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 blah. And you'd maybe hang out there for a little bit, and you'd probably never go back and but, as far as like continued business like I just I don't think you'd see it like you you have to have you know like there's just very few that find it sustainable like for instance, you know, I know there's one in Chicago that I really yeah. thought is cool that Alexa sure. and I still want to go, yeah, I sent it to you press but it's uh it's called the catcade um and it's just this place that you know like Preston you were talking about like arcades have to be packaged with something now and so this is a cat adoption place so you can adopt the cats that are there and it's like a little cat sanctuary but when you're there it's just nothing but arcade cabinets right so you go in you play the arcade and cats will sometimes come and play the machines with you depending on if they're just you know weird curious cats but like you can also then adopt and hang out with the cats that are there, right? So it's like a dual purpose thing. So my guess is, and I don't know this for sure, but my guess is the money that that place makes is from, you know, fostering and adopting cats, as opposed to the arcade machines yeah. that are there. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I just yeah I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys answer. But I, just, I outside of being packaged with other, I just don't think that you would be able ever to get. I don't think there's anything they could do to bring back a solely arcade place ever again.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think like you said, it's they're, they're coming back, but they're always attached to something else. Whether it's a barcade, which is attached to a bar or bowling alley, movie theater, pizza hut or something like that. If that's where you're going to get your arcades nowadays, um, outside of a Dave and Buster's or something like that, but still even Dave and Buster's is like your adult Chuck E. Cheese. They still sell food. They have booze, like there's other things there to kind of bring you in as well. But there are some here and there that are popping up. Um, they have to be in really high populated cities to be able to get the foot traffic in and more touristy areas. Otherwise, yeah, you're not going to have that, you know, like where I used to be, live at, where, like Washington, Missouri. Like you cannot open up an arcade out there and expect yourself to have enough money. Like, it might be fun for a little while, but after after that point. You're not gonna have enough people to be able to support that uh, kind of business, uh, so that that's kind of where I think it's at. It's they're back, especially the barcade scene. Like it's super, super back. I feel, um, but other than that, yeah, I don't think it's, it's very hard to just open up an arcade and it yeah. just be purely
1: an arcade. You have I, to I, sell food. I, booze, to say, I, hate, I hate, I hate, I hate arcades, man. They're always bad. Like, nah, they're fine. I, I
2: I tried one or two of them. They're, they're
1: whatever. Um, like the drinks are always way overpriced. So That's there's that there's that portion of it which is just and like they're, the adult and they're thing. super
0: light, so like you're not even going to get drunk.
1: Yeah, and so there's that which is like a you know very first world, but, but then like from a game perspective to bring it back, like most of the time the machines that the the barcades have are trash. Like they chain they're ones, yeah, yeah, like they're not good cabinets. Like uh, I I think the last time that I was in it, it was Dave and Buster's has had some good ones every so often they get some good yeah. ones. Um, but even Alex like you were saying those are they have so many like mobile ones that are pushed into those that are bad and then there's that round one place that's like a chain that I think comes from Japan Um, and they kind of have this they're similar they have a bunch of mobile games and slammed into there but they do have really cool machines as well but yeah yeah
0: Yeah, I look I think arcades are dead and we're gonna see the death of arcades in our lifetime Um, and I don't think I really don't think that barcades are back I think that bars are always looking for something niche to separate them from the other things, right? Like, and for our age group, we're we're at that age where, you know, games and arcades are nostalgic to us. So the big new thing are these barcades popping up. But I wouldn't say they are back. I will say they are a flash in the pan. Sure. Um, because, it. I mean, if, if you look at it, even the place they're the biggest, like Japan, where... I
1: was just. That is the main way that here. people play games there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But but with that being said, in 1990, uh Japan had 22,000 arcades. In 2019, they had 4,000, and that was before COVID shut down many of them. Some of your biggest yeah. ones in uh, Shinjuku and Akihabara, like they have shut down that huge Sega one that is like a staple. Yeah. in Shinjuku, yeah, like it's true. it's done now, right? So, and and it was a little Capcom article talking about how just in square, they were saying how everything in the industry has been affected by COVID and like people don't want to go to arcades because of some of the regulations. And then on top of that, like companies aren't asking to manufacture cabinets and manufacture games. So like you're just seeing it drop now come to a place like ours where arcades are already, you know, fewer and far between. Yeah. And people have a better infrastructure to play online and it's more convenient and it's cheaper and it's easier and I'll have to play for shit pay for shitty drinks. Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't, I don't think they're ever going to come back, but I think we're going to see their death. And honestly, I think a place like uh, like a Dave and Buster's might be the last one standing because they're the biggest corporate, but, yeah. but 42.7, so 43% of their revenue last year was food and beverage. And it's only growing... The food and beverage portion is only growing because now they host massive events. Like, if you want to watch a UFC fight, nobody goes to Hooters anymore. Like, our age group doesn't give a shit about Hooters. Right. You can go to Dave & Buster's, right? The food quality is the same, Um, but... But it's less problematic. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, we
1: all know millennials killed Hooters and killed strip clubs and everything else. Yeah, and Applebee's and Chili's apparently because we don't like shitty food, but whatever. Right.
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, if I want to go out with friends and if I'm going to watch the UFC fight, which personally I'm not, but if you're that person, more people are starting to go to Dave and Buster's because, Christian, what you said, they are family friendly. You can forget you're a parent for a few hours. The kids can go play video games. You can have your own space. But that – Food and beverage piece is going to continue to grow as the video game piece continues to shrink. Um, So I think they will be the last standing. But I just – there's only so much nostalgia can take you, and you take it 20 years, and we're older, and our age group is – you know, the kids now are our age. Well, if they're not going to arcades now, they're not going to care about barcades then. Yep. Right? Um, And it sucks. It really sucks. But I I just – Unfortunately, I think that's the state of things.
1: There you go. You heard it here first. Arcades are dead, and that's all we- <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's just I. Yeah, it, I, I. I know you and I like, and it sucks too because
0: I, I, you and I really want to go to Japan, and I know like Allie and I have talked about that trip, and and I would love to go and experience that. I have to before gaming okay. culture, oh, yeah. but you know as travel restrictions are what they are and who knows when things will be the new normal at whatever the new normal ends up being and we're allowed to go to japan like will those arcades still be there i don't know because four thousand is still a lot yeah but it's not like you know when you have the biggest ones like that sega was a staple since like the 80s '80s. video games first became a thing like
1: 788 yeah
0: for for people that aren't necessarily familiar like this building is, like, three, four stories. It's massive, and it's, like, bright red. Yeah. And it, Sega is massive across the top, and there's just video game, like, uh, posters and stuff all over the windows. Like, there is no doubt on what it is. And it's not just Sega who does this. Like, Capcom has arcades, and people have their own yeah. arcades. But there are some just staples in places like Akihabara that are known for being, like, you know, video game alley. Like, you, people go to, you know, New York to shop and Chicago's Millennium Mile to, like, shop. But, like, people go to these streets to play games and arcades and eat food. And
1: the stuff, like, will it be there when I get a chance? I I don't know. I hope so. If it's... I also hope so. I think the closest thing that I... uh, Preston and I have talked about this before. I think the closest thing that we'll ever get to, like, the classic arcade feel is when he and I are... If we drag you kicking and screaming, but when he and I go to Evo... That'll be the closest oh, thing yeah. that we get. Like okay, where, I'm just not gonna play any fighting games. You have to play. Press press. We
2: drop in to have fun, yeah. 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 But an injustice game. You like injustice, don't you? No. Just remember he hates that he it. it. That was yeah. <laughs> no, but he he liked the gameplay
1: though. Yeah. But yeah, like I, you know, having like just a bunch of cabinets and people hanging out playing games, like that's I think is gonna be like Preston and I have said that's probably the closest we'll, we'll get to it yeah, I mean, it's, yeah it's
0: the thing that makes it, I mean it is the experience of like having the cabinets everywhere and bouncing from game center to game center to game center right but I mean the thing that really makes an arcade an arcade is the community yep. experience um, so you're probably right like an Evo would be the closest thing everybody's there for the same mindset like a I mean, even things like our Comic Con and other stuff are a little yeah. bit awkward because it's close because you have comics, but you also have so much other stuff going on. But that was the
1: that was the pressing thing. There was a there was an Anime Con that Preston and I went to uh, because uh, I don't, we never even told this. We don't have to get into it because you know. But like, Preston, uh, there was a signing that he really wanted to go to, but then he read the wrong date, and so it was not the right date that we went to. Um, but we went and we had a good time. Like it was a fun time, and we got yeah. all this stuff. But it was really depressing because there was this moment where they were like, "Oh, and we have an arcade in the back," and Preston and I were like, oh, "Arcade!" Really? and we come running over, and not only that, there was like maybe two machines like plastered against this wall. Like it was nothing. Yeah. But also, no right. one was over there. It was completely empty, and they were like some lame cabinets. And Preston and I were like, "Oh man!" Like it was. We were so we bummed. An actual
2: arcade. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it was like something. Like, they shipped in a couple of cabinets here and there. Some of them are just like, they weren't like fun ones you'd think of like, Oh, like the turtles one or like, let's even say like some of the newer ones, like they're not the yeah. kind of fun thing. There's no pinball. It was just, some of them, I think just it was like, weird, like
1: and like some random yeah, shit. Yeah, or, like,
2: or like just some, just some weird off-brand ones. Like somebody made this in their basement Yeah, and like, it was like some like offshoot game that you've never heard of. And it just didn't play well. It was kind
1: of like, yeah, it's, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, really, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I don't know, to round it out man like I think you know and Alex you were talking about like you you hope it's still there. I think like the the easiest way to round out the arcade thing is just like obviously we all it sounds like we all think they we were they were great. They were awesome. And it was a cool thing. And if you have the chance man, like if there's one near you or there's a thing like if you look up, just go to one. Like go yeah. check it out because yeah, I agree. I think that there's a very real chance there'll be a point where we're doing this show and there's like hey they're gone
2: there's gonna be like three or four in the entire like nation like, yeah you go there and it's like a warehouse it has like multiple floors like yeah we kind of maintain some of these some of these don't even work anymore but uh if you want to you can go in and play
0: mm-hmm. yep cool yeah well um preston i know we've been putting off your game for weeks now do you want to rock it you want to put it off another you're going to put it off another week so i know um Look, I am fine. Every week we put off that game. Not that we don't love it, but the fact that <laughs> I does. have a chance to study. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have more chances to study up video games anywhere between like 1990 and now. So yeah. hopefully I don't get as destroyed as I we're do all but like that one you time. Go on you show, did
1: win yeah. one though. You did win one.
0: I destroyed you in one. Yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, that, um, that is okay. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, it's possible I can yeah. win, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah not frequent so I do have to I have to read up a little bit um, yeah, no. <laughs> so um, we got we knocked these out because Christian has a vacation coming up this week I'll be on vacation the following week um, so we're gonna have a lot to talk about I, I have a feeling oh, sure. the next time we get together yeah um, but with that everybody thanks for hanging out with us on another episode and uh, pressing you know what to do <laughs> this has been the testing room music by at Damien Crow on Instagram logo and art by at Rave pet Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at testingroompod or email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.